Welcome back to the We On One podcast. This is episode number 21, brought to you by Lux Beauty Salon. For the entire month of October, when you mention the We On One podcast at Booking, you can get 15% off of all hair color services. Introduce our guest, Bells. So this is Liz. She is the owner of Lux Beauty Salon in Hainesville. Hi, guys. That's me. Oh, wrong one. What? <laughs> <laughs> so Liz is the owner of the salon here, but she's also one of my closest friends. We actually grew up with each other. We've probably known each other since we've been born, I think. I actually have a picture of your mom in, like, one of my aunt's 15s. Oh, my God. That's yeah. crazy. You should do the hairstyle. Yes. <laughs> Is it like the 90s one with, like, the little copete? Yeah, like, really big. Though. Yeah, really the big old huge poof. huge hair, curly That's, hair. like, all of my sisters. Like a can of hairspray they use? Yeah. <laughs> so my parents grew up with, like, her parents, her aunts, uncles. Like, our family was just family friends. So we've known each other for as long as we've been born. It's crazy. Yeah, it actually is. Yeah, I mean, we've been wanting to have Liz on the podcast for like a long time we now. Really since like have. the podcast started, like I remember me and Belinda were going through like a list of people, like oh, who would be like a good, interesting person to bring on, and you were one of them. That's <laughs> exciting. I do have an exciting life. Yes, and you know what? I love, I love it because you're a woman and you're a business owner, and I feel like a lot of people don't know, like the- a Latina. Yeah, 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 as well, yeah. yeah. A lot of people don't know, like, what you, you actually Latinx? struggle with. Mm, I mean, Latina all the way, but, you know. <laughs> You're respectful. Yes, very respectful. Yeah. You know what? One of the things that I really, really like about you is that you're not a gatekeeper. Definitely not. I'm always one that's going to be, I want everybody to succeed and I want everybody to know the knowledge and the and the background that it takes to get to where I'm at because it definitely was not easy and it still ain't easy. I hate gatekeepers. Yeah, I there's hate like them. a lot of gatekeeping in like a lot of industries, especially like in the, like the podcasting industry. Like when I first started, nobody mm-hmm. wanted to tell me shit. Yeah. Like it was really like you had to, I had to like learn everything from like off of YouTube and shit like that. Like there mm-hmm. was a couple of people that would like help me. Like, here and there, but, like, for the most part, it was definitely one of those things where people wanted me to, like, keep asking them. That way, they always felt like they needed to be a part of this. Mm-hmm. 100%. I hate that shit. I feel like, for me, it's more like, there's enough people in this world that it's gonna, if you do something a little different to stand out, or whatever the case is, your business is gonna continue to grow. And for me, I mean, I have girls that walk in here all the time, and I always say this all the time. I'm not here to keep you here, because at the end of the day, I know that at the, your end goal is not going to be my shop. Yeah. So mm-hmm. all I want to see is everybody succeed that I got. For sure. Right. Because I feel like if I came to you today and I was like, hey, Liz, I'm interested in doing hair. Liz wouldn't be like, oh, OK, cool. That's cool. Like, and just kind of, you know, brush me <laughs> off. You know, she would be like, oh, you know, start here or do this or do that. You're yeah. definitely not a gatekeeper. I love that about you. Yeah, honestly, success. I want everybody to succeed, especially in our town. I mean, we grew up in a town where it's like there's a lot of poverty, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and even then, like even just seeing a lot of people we grew up with, a lot of single moms, that for me is like definitely touches my heart. And um, I think for me, I got four kids and obviously like I opened this up by myself with no help with yeah. my children's dads. And so I just like when I have girls come in here all the time and I always tell them, like, like I said, this is not their end goal. I know that for me to know that I succeed as a boss, as a mentor is to see you grow more than what the salon is, you know? Right. What, how old were you when you decided you wanted to do hair? Oh man, I was young. My mom used to do hair. You were in high school, right? Younger than high school. You know, you you remember Libby Lou? 
Yes. Okay. So I love Libby Lou. I don't know who that you is. You don't know what that is. No, he, that is. Said, he said, I don't know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> That's a place. Okay, yeah. I, see, I see what kind of episode this is going to be. <laughs> it's a place. It's like um, like a little girl's dream, like where you would want to go. You would go there and you would, and you would get your hair done. They would do no. like little like. I used to go to the Echo store. No, okay. <laughs> that, that is not that. I mean, that's what I used to do. Okay, this is a lot different. This is like if you would take Arya to this place and they would like doll her up in like a little princess gown and put glitter in her hair and oh, like okay. paint mm-hmm. her nails. So it was like a like a like a salon type of deal for like little kids. Yeah, like kids. little kids. Yeah, mm-hmm. or little girls. I used to, or whatever. The one, my favorite one was a singer. Like, uh, it was like a crop top with these super tight little leggings and <laughs> like a little gave, Britney Spears. Yes, because yeah. I I literally thought I was Britney Spears before. And and then they gave me like the little um, headset too. You should be Britney Spears for singer. Halloween. <laughs> Living out your dream. I love Britney. <laughs> but yeah, so when I was a kid, my mom would take me there and like I would go home and I would practice those same like hairdos on my cousins because like that place was expensive. It was so, so expensive. We would only go if it was like our birthday or something. You you wouldn't go there every other weekend. So I would practice those same hairstyles on my cousins. And then from there, I knew that like updos and makeup was like my thing. I love to do that kind of stuff weddings skeinces and that's when i started that in high school i would do that in the summertime in high school and i remember being like 15 years old going to these like wedding venues coming out with like 500 dollars in two three hours and i'm that's like damn so i'm big baller lit. now uh-huh. yeah in high know? school 500 is a lot of fucking yeah. shit 100 like 200 dollars from like a little like two week yeah. eight dollar an hour job was a lot of we money thought we was balling so oh, God. i remember for desi's 15 because we were in a 15 together mm-hmm. like our hair was falling apart and liz was like it's okay i got it i got it let's go to the bathroom <laughs> i got quick. it <laughs> yeah no so so that's when it really started but then like when i got out of high school i realized that i mean it was seasonal i was only really getting booked in the summertime you know so it was kind of like now what else can i do to have this all year round, you know? And so, I you were, so you were, like, hustling that shit during, like, quince season and shit? Yeah, so that it was usually just, like, in the summertime. It would be, like, anywhere from, like, mm, all right, like, May to, like, end of August, September. And then I would just be in school, you know? Yeah. But, so, yeah, so then that's when I uh, decided to go to beauty school and um, got pregnant with my first kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And so, yeah, so then after that, yeah, I went to beauty school. We did that for about a year. But I did beauty school through high school, too. So that was, like, another cool thing. That was, like, a program or something, right? Yeah, so at the tech campus, they had that. I only did it for, like, a year, but... You know, I didn't even know that existed. Did it, like, translate to, like, real cosmetology school? So, yeah, so basically, like, you could do it your junior and your senior year. And then once you graduated your senior year, you were already licensed. All you had to do was take that state board. And the cool thing about it is the, the district paid for it. So, okay. so instead of like, for me, I ended up not finishing it through the high school. I graduated high school early and then I went to beauty school again. I had to pay like 25,000 just to go to God school. Damn. Yeah. I mean, it's less than college, but, but I mean, still, that's, that's still a lot of money. It. That's, that's just still a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Yeah. No, I think like right before COVID, I, I, I was telling Belinda, I was like, man, I want to do something else. And I went to go mm-hmm. like inquire about be, becoming a barber mm-hmm. because like growing up and shit, I, I kind of do like the same shit. Like one of my guys, Chewy, he used to, he used to cut, our, cut my hair in my garage. And then like, as he's te- cutting my hair i would be like hey teach me how to do it yeah and i was like fuck it i'm gonna i think i'm gonna just take this barber shit and see see what happens with it but then when i found out how much it was you know i was like god is, damn the thing is though it's fast money though so you think it about is. it it's it like is. how much you make that money back yeah. it's definitely fast money the only thing that i would say is that yeah these barber schools these cosmetology schools they're expensive i'm at, that's my next actually my next business thing is i'm opening up a school that's yeah. good so, yeah that's good 
You know what? And then for David too, because um, the programs were only during the day. That's yeah. what I think. A lot so, of them don't so I was yeah. like, damn. Like, so he was like, well, I already have my full time job during the day. I would yeah. have to quit that job to go to school. Like if I would have known, we I would have been able to like. Three months later, we were going to go into a full-on quarantine. I swear. Like, I could have yeah. done it then. But then, I like, luckily, like, literally, it was, like, that November, me and Bells were just kind of, like, talking about it. And we were like, okay, fuck it. Like, are you going to do the barber school? I was like, yeah, fuck it. I'll do the barber school. And then barber school never happened. Quarantine happened. And then I was like, fuck it. I'll just do a podcast instead. Okay. Well, what I'm <laughs> telling you is maybe don't give up that dream all the way because yeah. it's a good side hustle, too. You it's know a good, what I mean? uh, what do they call those? Uh, they're not, like, uh, man, what the fuck is it called? Like. When you go to school, like a trade. Yeah, it's, it's a, a good it, trade. It's a good and trade. You know what? I think a lot of these high schools don't talk about these trade schools. Like all different no. type of trades. You make money doing electricians, plumbers, HVACs. Like, We're always going to need them. Exactly. Oh, yeah, you're always going to need them. And that's what I'm saying with the barber. The barber thing is cool because, like, if you really wanted to, you do that on the weekends. Yeah. You do it at mm-hmm. home. Yeah, I feel motivated. I think I'm going to go home and cut his yeah. hair. <laughs> <laughs> just go home and grab Clifford, just cut his hair off. He's practicing. <laughs> you Not, know what? A lot of people throw shade at plumbers. They make hella money. Hella money. Hella money. One time we had like a whole bunch, like one of our uh, standing showers was like, it was like the shit was coming back yeah. out of it. So I had to call a plumber on like a Saturday morning. This guy charged me like nine hundred dollars mm-hmm. to just remove the toilet and just like route mm-hmm. it or whatever it is called, and then just fucking dip. He's maybe lasted like not even an hour. And how many barbers do that too? Fuck. When it's a Saturday, you know you got a party. You didn't book that appointment. <laughs> yeah. Now you paying that. You paying that, that premium? Yup. You paying exactly. that sixty seventy. You paying that sixty seventy dollar haircut? <laughs> and you know what the thing is though is that people really do pay that because I have oh, that do. too. I have. Yeah. I don't work on weekends here no more. So it's like if y'all really want to get in, you can't get in with me. You could pay me an extra seventy Hiver, to one hundred dollars. Yeah. You know, and they'll do it and they'll do it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the same way. Like I've been in a situation where like I needed a haircut, and I had to be like, "All right, bro, like I I'll get pay. it. I'll pay. <laughs> like I really need this fucking haircut. Like I'll pay." 60 whatever it is and for david always waits last minute to book his hair because <laughs> that's too. not true not axel though no. i book axel like Who's months you? ahead Who's you well i give him the dates and i'm like hey <laughs> like, go ahead. Don't do anything. i'm gonna need to you don't you don't you don't even do anything i literally I like like my, like belinda's job is literally just to get axel there yeah Every, I literally hey, just that's actually him. a really hard job though. i really I, <laughs> I legit do everything like i'll he, pay he for it i'll, I'll tell him i'll tell him exactly what he needs to do how much to get off the top yeah i don't do nothing i just show up and i'm like I'm like, Chewy, you know he what told to do, you, right? Yeah, like, he, he told you, know you what, what he wants. Honestly, <laughs> though, that's the thing, though, is like, that's the one thing I don't do in this industry is is guys' haircuts. Mm. Dudes are picky. Y'all thought girls were picky? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Them boys don't play when it comes Hell to their I swear, because Hell David, no. like, I'll see, like, the description that he's sending no. to the barber, and I'm like, what? Or, like, sometimes, like, his barber will be like, oh, like, is this good? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, so what I started doing was like, I started booking my haircuts the same day as Axel. <laughs> yeah. That way I could just be like, all right, it's, it's this is what haircut. it is. Yeah. But yeah. Chewie's been cutting out my hair for some, since before he went to barber And that's school. the other thing too with these guys is they loyal to their barbers. Mm-hmm. They don't play when it comes to that. I got two. See, but back, I got on, back up right back. I got two. <laughs> I don't say that. I love them equally. No, okay. All right. <laughs> as long as you're honest, I don't care. You know, me and you, we went to different high schools. So I don't know. Maybe your high school was just better about talking about like those programs because I did not know they had those programs. I mean, I feel like the counselors at my high school were freaking shit. Like, um, they, okay. Well, I, I did. Know. I mean, I went to grades like North. They definitely did push like 
college for sure. Yeah. They, mm-hmm. That was definitely pushed there. Well, they had a better graduation rate than Round Lake did. Yeah, hundred percent. So they're gonna push college, but trade schools, I definitely don't think. Like now, looking back, yeah. I always ask myself, like, would I have done what I done, like, with the business or in the industry in itself? And no, I actually wouldn't. I wouldn't even yeah. be doing here to be honest. And that in itself is a form of gatekeeping. Yeah. Like, you know, and it's not even like mm-hmm. that schools are like gatekeeping this shit, but they're also like kind of just like institutionalizing you to I just think become a lot like, of it is nurses, business. Like they definitely push that, but yeah. it's like there's so many other things in this world that we nursing. don't even know. Nursing. I feel like nursing they push big nursing one. so much. Yeah. But there's Girl, so many other trades. That. <laughs> and that's what I'm it's saying. It's not for like, everybody, no. I always but shout say, out like, to the nurses, though. Yeah, yeah shout real. out to the nurses. Well, bro. actually, I'm too emotional job. for that. <laughs> I can do that shit. Nah, and I, and I think about that all the time. Like, if I could have, I probably would have went back for nursing. You I don't think, think so? I, yeah, but not nursing in the sense of I would be working at, like, a the doctor's office or something, but I want to do more cosmetic nursing. Yes. And I never knew that that was a thing. And they make so much money. Yeah. Too. You ain't never watched Grey's Anatomy? Now. You know, like, they had, like, a, like, they literally would tell, like, there's, like, the guy who literally just does, like, nose jobs and the shit like that. Surgeons. The plastic surgeons. And they're actually mm-hmm. one of the highest paid type of doctors. Fuck yeah. Especially surgeons. now. Fuck especially yeah. now. Yeah, especially. Oh, yeah. And you know, like, it's crazy because back then nobody really ever talked about plastic surgery, lip injections, mm-hmm. fillers, things like that. Yeah, if, you got any, if you got any mm-hmm. of a little that more, done, a little people more would now. look at you crazy. But like, now it's everywhere. Yeah. yeah, now it's everywhere. Because years ago, I feel like if you were to get a BBL, people would be talking mad like, shit about you. Like what? Yeah, like you she got that? Oh, see, this is the thing. Is like I feel like when people talk shit like that, it's because like they just can't. They're jealous. They're either because they're not confident enough to do it themselves. Yeah. Because I ain't gonna lie, as soon as I hit about forty five and his hairline started receding, she said, I, I, <laughs> "Hair transplant." I'm going straight to Turkey. <laughs> they be doing it for like five k over there. I'll do it. I don't that's care. me with veneers. I'm like, sure, I want veneers. I said the same so shit. Bad. I'm gonna give veneers so soon. Yep, that's hey. my next thing I want, guys. If, if you guys, if you're a doctor out there, or a dentist that does like sponsor classes, us, sponsor us. We'll come do on it. the pod, right? Come on the pod. I want veneers. Yeah, and that then that's expensive too. That's why I'm like thinking, like, man, I'm going to either Puerto Rico, Colombia, somewhere mm-hmm. to get that. Look, I'm gonna give this like working out shit one last time. If not, I'm, just, I'm about to go to just Mexico. Hey, 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 hey not, nah, nah, for real. I come back with a BBL. <laughs> hey, but probably a good one because Mexico, they known for that over there too. David always says that he's always like, let's just go to Mexico. It's fine. We don't have to work out. Like, right? For everything. Like, sometimes I'm just like, fuck, man, like, Dallas is probably listening to this like no you're gonna work out absolutely not Uh, wait 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 I have a story about this one because I'm sorry Dallas Um, (laughs) (laughs) he was my personal trainer for a little bit and then I told him like shoot look when I'm paying you I could be paying this for this BBL and tomorrow (laughs) oh yeah tomorrow that was was right before right (laughs) 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 that that was right after I had Layla and I had just had the twins too a year year before that how many kids you got four True, and like in the three and the, and the twins Dog, I got and Layla two kids are and I'm like, that's I'm good. <laughs> the right twins, now. the twins and Layla are one I, year apart. A year apart. Right, one so year like, apart. So like they near triplets. Everybody always asks me if they're triplets because uh, I mean Layla. They all pretty, look alike too. They do. <laughs> they they, do. they like. really do. I thought you had triplets. I told Belinda, I'm like, don't you got like triplets? She's like, no, she has twins. You fucking idiot. And I was like, okay, I'm like I'm one off. Is they near the same thing? Okay. Right. But no, for real. Like after I had her, I'm like I struggled so much because I gained a lot of weight. My see, my kids were all big kids. Like Noel was damn near almost nine pounds. 
The twins, That's pretty big. The twins were both seven pounds, not preemies. I had them at 38 weeks. I probably could have went to 40 weeks because they wasn't even And ready. that's crazy because usually people have twins at like 36, right? Axel was like six pounds. Yeah, oh, he was small. He, he was, was small. I never had then any he babies. Lost the pound. <laughs> then he never, lost the pound. Yeah. yeah, I never had little babies. I always had big ones. And Layla was seven pounds. So she was average. So after I had all them back to back, I hit up Dallas and I'm like, you know, fine. I'm going to try this personal training <laughs> shit. Did that for like a good month. I'm like, I'm not seeing no results. Results, man, I'm getting this BBL. <laughs> what I was paying, I'm like, shoot, I'll get this BBL, get it done right away, and that's what happened. A year later, I had that surgery, and I'm okay now. You know, I still don't work out, I still don't eat good, but. But if you're willing to be committed, hit up Dallas. Because <laughs> all this is, uh, sounds like you just weren't committed. No, I, re- I really am not. And the thing is, like, I feel like it's really hard for yeah. moms. Like, and especially right after and you dads. give birth, you're like, fuck. <laughs> it is. What do you mean? There's a such thing as a dad bod? Yes. You guys ever heard of a dad bod? Yeah, we have. We have. Like, so, okay. But Being you, you wasn't carrying part. the weight from the kids. That's hard to lose that. And then when you come home from the hospital yeah, and you're like, expecting yourself to like yeah, be but like, bloated also, but and like, you're so bloated. But whenever like you're eating like pregnant, I'm like, all right, I got to eat too because like if David I don't eat, she's worst. like... He was the worst. He was the I'm the worst, but I was like, I was like, hooking her up. He hey, my baby daddy said the same thing. You did gain weight when I gained weight. It was the same shit. No, he would be like, you want to get this? And I'd be like, no, nah, maybe okay. we should make food. Well, this is nah, we should get this. <laughs> He's <laughs> like, you're pregnant. I know you're pregnant. Times were tough. And it was worse too because we're oh, we were both uh, pregnant when the pandemic first happened. We so were we pregnant were at, at home. the same yeah. time a lot of times too. Yeah, yeah we, we were. <laughs> so we were at home. Pandemic happened. We couldn't even go anywhere. So all I was doing was eating. Yeah, me too. That's mm-hmm. probably why I, I think that's why I gained so much weight with that. My Axel. thing too is like I, I always ask you this too, and your mom. Like I don't know how you guys be cooking because like I'm always on the go. <laughs> so I'm like, hey, what, what you what y'all want, kids? Like we eating McDonald's, we eating Arby's. What do you guys want? Because I'm not cooking. Yeah, that it like, is. Hard. We, we figured it out. Liz is the one keeping the lights on at Arby's. Don't <laughs> <laughs> hey. nobody eat Arby's, dude. But no, they're curly I lo- fries. I, lo- I love Arby's, but don't nobody be eating that shit. Hey, okay, I don't care as long as they got a fast line and them curly fries be hitting the beef and cheddars. That's why I, I haven't oh, had Arby's in a really dude, The line at the McDonald's time. on the street will literally be all the way Wrapped up to around. fucking Meyer, and then Arby's is a ghost town. I've been looking at Noel like, hey, you want Arby's? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. No seven year old that eat Arby's the way that kid eat Arby's. <laughs> He's so That's cute. Funny. But, nah, for real, I, I, like, it's hard. It's hard to be, like, a busy woman with a business, and then I also do bottle service, and then I got the four mm-hmm. kids, you know? So, it's, I'm always on the go, on the go, on the go, and I talk about, like, meal prepping all the time, but I really don't got time for all that. <laughs> no, meal there's prepping people, is super time-consuming. There's, there's I don't services like to, to do that it. for you, so if you're listening and oh, you have a service, true. tap in. Yeah. I got you. Mm, tap try in. to sponsor our episode. Yeah, yeah tap honestly, in. I, got you. I would pay for that, for, to be honest, because I even tried, like, what are those, like, meals that you buy, and, like, they already come, like, prepackaged or whatever? Frozen meals? No, like the ones that you can like subscribe to. And they like yeah. to your door. Oh, oh, like a Blue Apron no. or whatever it is. Is that, is that what it? is it? HelloFresh. Yeah, HelloFresh. Hello Fresh. Blue Apron. What the fuck but is a Blue like, Apron? I want a sponsorship with HelloFresh because some of their meals look so good, but then I'm like, mm, is it good? You see, my problem is those too healthy. Like, I don't know, really eat vegetables <laughs> like that. So that's yeah. what the problem is. Sometimes I'm like, mm, asparagus. Yeah, I'm like, nah, I'm okay. <laughs> no, you got I fries? <laughs> Sweet potato fries. Nah. Them shits hey, be ass. Just... <laughs> Them shits be ass. I ate, I, ate, I, ate so, I ate so one time. <laughs> it was like an accident. I was so fucking mad. 
was like, what are, are these so oh, rare over this shit? Wait, but are you guys like the type of parents that y'all make your kids eat that? Because like my baby Fuck daddy, yeah. my baby daddy will make my kids eat sweet potato fries. But me, I'm, Not like, like, fries, I'm, like, but I'm like, like, when y'all come home with mom, y'all know y'all ain't getting that. Growing up, I didn't eat any of that shit growing up. So like now I kind of like, I eat it now because it's like, I'm an adult and I kind of like know that it's good for you. But like if Ari, Aria won't, <laughs> Aria won't eat it, but Axel, Axel's like Axel a garbage kid. Right? He'll eat whatever. See, my twins are like that too. They'll, they'll, they'll eat whatever it is. But when yeah. it, my oldest one, he picky. He don't eat nothing but that's Aria and it's funny because Aria and Noelle are actually the same age too so that's so funny because they have a lot of um, similarities yeah Yeah. a lot of things in common but yeah she won't eat anything she she gags she gags he was like that too wait y'all went to his first birthday y'all remember that with the cake yeah Yeah, the texture thing like specific (laughs) that kid will gag it out spit it out yeah, that's how she is too. She's super picky. But we'll yeah, be like, dude, just eat the fucking is. broccoli. Isn't like we'll literally chop it off for a little, bro. You can literally just uh-huh. like dip it in the mashed potatoes, and you won't even you taste, won't taste it. it. Yeah, but no. See, but I won't eat it either, so I don't make him eat it. If I can <laughs> eat it, he's eating it. <laughs> that's how my mom was. I was just called just eat a whole funny. bunch of food and shit. Yeah, no. you were you were pregnant with Noel when you went to cosmetology school. I was, so I was actually like mid program when I got pregnant with him. Um, How many hours is that? Do you remember? It's a thousand five hundred hours. That's a lot. Is, damn, How long was that? So, so when I was going, they didn't really offer part time either. So it was oh. right out of high school, and so I was going there on nine to five. Um, and then from five to like nine or ten, I'd be working right at the mall, right across the street. Oh damn. no way! Yeah, and I was pregnant. I was like 19, yeah, that's tough. 1920. That's yeah. tough. Fuck. And then right out of cosmetology school, is that when you went to a salon? So, yeah. So, I had actually got hired right before I finished uh, school. And so, I was with them for about four years. I was with that salon for four years. That's when I actually started going salon, to Liz. Yeah, that salon. Uh, right when she got out of cosmetology school, she went to a salon. And then that's when I started going to her for my hair. So she, you've been doing my hair ever since, ever since you started, yeah. Yeah, isn't that crazy? So yeah. it's like 20, and now I'm about to be 27 next year. Yeah. <laughs> so when you went to the, so when you went to the salon, you were there for four years, and then you actually ended up getting a suite of your own, right? What made you go from salon to a suite of your own? So I actually had just had the twins. So I had just had the twins, and... um see with the salons it's like it's a good starting just because like they come with their own clientele i mean mm-hmm. you fuck up there you're you're putting a name on them not you you know because yeah. that's their that's their salon right yeah. so i was there for four years i gained my clientele i got the knowledge that i needed and then when i got pregnant with the twins i started to realize like a lot of the salons they're commission-based so you're working 40 mm-hmm. hours a week and you ain't really making nothing yeah so in the beginning like i said it wasn't that big of a deal because i only had one kid i was living at home it it didn't it didn't bother me, you know. I was there to to build up because the first couple of years, I mean, you're hustling. You you'll be there all day. One client maybe, and the thing with that type of job is like you get paid per head. You don't get paid, you know, a an minimum wage. Yeah, something. nah, you don't get paid that. So it's like no client, you ain't getting paid. But you want to sit there, and make sure like if a walk in comes in, you're available to grab yeah. it. So the first couple of years were definitely hard because, like I said, I'd be working and you you're not getting paid anything. Um, after I had the twins, I realized now I got three kids. And mm-hmm. I'm not living at home no more. So, like, this wasn't cutting it. So, that's when I decided, like, it was other things, too, with, like, a lot of those salons are money hungry. Mm-hmm. And for me, I'm really big with, like, I'm passionate about what I do. It's not really about the money. I think that's how I built my clientele is because I'm not going to be the type that's going to take four other girls, you know, jumping back and forth between them all during one appointment time, mm-hmm. you know? Right. So, um, 
that was basically when I decided that I'm gonna open up my own little studio. I'm gonna have my own little room, and I'm gonna learn how to kind of run it without going and be committed to such a big place. Mm-hmm. So that's when the studio came about, and I did that for probably about a year. Yeah, and I and I hated it too because I hated how like. I'm paying money for you to do my hair, but it wasn't going all to, to you. Me. Yeah. yeah, that part did suck. So then after um, you're sweet, because I like how you did that. I like how you, you know, you went to school, did the salon, and then did a sweet, the and su- then you opened up the that. The sweet was like a little transition to, to get the feel, like to dip mm-hmm. myself into owning a business without putting all that money in, because I didn't. I mean, I was fresh to this. I didn't know what I was doing in the beginning. Booking my own clients I wasn't used to. My inventory I was never used to. Mm-hmm. Um, and just kind of like, I guess, like money management of where my money needs to go. How much money was I really spending on product? How much money was I getting towards myself? Things like that. So yeah. the first year was definitely trying to figure out more of the business side of it rather than doing the hair part of it. And it was cool because, like I said, I mean, it was a big old building with just you got your own little private room. You yeah. still felt like you were in within a salon, but you had your little private space and you ran things how you wanted. I don't know if you remember this, but one time I was going to Liz. So I used to go to other people before Liz. Mm. And then I used to see some people in the suite in the same building as this is a- <laughs> in the same building as Liz. And so then it was a little awkward because I'm like passing that. I'm passing people suites that I used to go to to go to Liz. And, and she like, straight calls you out. She called you out. She was, she was walking out. We can't say the name, but she was walking out the room and all. So she's like, Belinda? Yeah. What are you doing like, here? I was like, oh, hi. <laughs> you, you, you usually don't come here on a Thursday. <laughs> and you know what the crazy part about it is that all Belinda's family comes to me really too. So yeah. it was like, your aunt would be walking out too. Like, hey. Hey, you know if she's in her suite right now? Can yeah. I walk out yet or not? Nah? And I'm like, let me run to the bathroom and go see if she's in her yes, room real quick. Yes, it's so funny. And that's what we're talking about, so too, did, where, like, Did the I girl, never... like, ever confront you about that? Like, why are you sitting clients and shit? No, but she would confront me in front of the client, which is even mm-hmm. worse. Like, if you She had... did that shit? Well, in front of Belinda. Yeah. She was like, oh. she's like, hey, why, why, why are you here? Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm just getting my lashes done. And that girl did oh, offer yeah, lashes. Liz, Liz also did lashes. I did lashes at yeah. a time, too. So, yeah. But the thing is, for me, is like, and I told Belinda this all the time, because like I knew like there was periods of time, too, where Bella would go to like other people. Yeah. Yeah. And I never would be like upset about it, because at the end of the this, day, this, this is what I keep this. talking about. There's so many people out there for everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for me, I never was like that. Oh, you went to her, now you're coming back to me? No, yeah. I don't care. At the end of the day, I knew a lot of my clients would come back to me anyways. I have a lot of clients that do that because either our time doesn't match up, maybe even price doesn't work out. And I understand mm-hmm. that. My price ain't for everybody or my time is not for everybody, yeah. you know? Yeah, so, that is something I really appreciate too because she never made me feel bad for taking a little break from yeah. her or like not being able to come when I was supposed to come. Stuff like that. That's why I got two people, hours. People are like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. I go through cycles. It's true, though. Yeah, because a lot of people will be like, oh, you can't go to this person. You can't go to so-and-so. And And it's like, why not? Yeah. And then that's what I'm saying is that, like, what's the point of hating? At the end of the day, it's like, like I said, there's a million people. The work itself is going to speak for it. Yeah. So it doesn't even matter. And that's why I'm still here. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, either way, like, I think it's like that almost in the industry. Like, there are people who would rather just go, like, okay, like, you're probably not as good as Liz, but I'm going to go ahead and just pay you a little less. Yeah. Like, they're willing to sacrifice the quality for, you know, their situation or whatever. Well, you know what the crazy part is? That they always come back. They always come back. They'll go somewhere cheaper and be like, damn, like, I'm sorry. And I'm like, no, I get it. I get it. Money's tight, especially, you know, when COVID hit. You know, I did. I lost a lot of clients. That's actually exactly what I did. Because 
money was tight at one point and I went to some just some random ass lady that I found and then I was like all right the money's back I'm going back to Liz now yeah, yeah. so that's I ain't never coming back to this <laughs> she will fuck me up she gave a fucked up lining <laughs> nah but um but yeah um so when you went okay so from sweet and then you opened up you actually opened up a salon before this salon. Yeah, so I have I've had two uh, actual buildings or whatever. But so then after this the suite, you know, my dad obviously remodels houses for a living. So I mm-hmm. my dad was the one, you know, the crazy part about it is my parents were never cool with me doing hair. But wow. my mom did hair. Mm. My parents never wanted me to do hair. My dad was more like you know, you need to be in an industry where it's always wanted and it's always needed. Like you need something that's going to have an income every week. You know, they didn't really realize how much, how much money was in the industry. Right. So when I opened up my studio, um, that was, that was like one day I went into work, I quit next day. I had no plan. Yeah. So then I'm like calling my mom, like, I just quit at the shop. She's like, well, I hope you have another job. Like, what are you going to (laughs) do? Because I wasn't living at home. You know, I had bills to pay and I'm like, yeah, you're right. I don't even know what I'm going to do, but I just quit. So Yeah, but like I feel like that that in itself was just like if you never would If you were at it, that yeah. point, you were so unhappy. Yeah, I and, was. And it's mm-hmm. also like, you know, you kind of needed that. You kind of needed that like mm-hmm. moment of like, oh shit, what am what am What's I going to do? Yeah. Cuz yeah. if not, then you probably would have settled and been comfortable and stay and there. Yeah. yeah. For sure. So So yeah, so then um they they weren't okay with it and I told them I was like I'm going to open up a studio so right when covid hit. Yeah. So yes. then my dad was like, "Shit was hella shaky, huh?" My dad was like, "Are you really gonna do that right now? Like, COVID, COVID just hit. Like, what? How are you gonna know clients are gonna come to you?" So the cool thing about it was, I'm in my own room, right? So I actually got a lot of clients because a lot of salons were closed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was sneaking people through the building, like, "Hey, I got a, I got a little room in here." <laughs> David you know? got snuck in, remember? <laughs> he got snuck in for us. So my baby daddy obviously was a barber, and at the time, you know, I was with him, so he was cutting hair out of that room too because yeah. his barber shop was closed. Yeah. So and so I was telling my dad, like, my dad, my parents had never went to my studio, never. But when COVID hit, my dad wanted a haircut. So he's like, hey, hit up Joey and see if he can come get give me a haircut at the studio. Because I hated cutting hair at home. I had the hair and everywhere, yeah. you know, I didn't like that. So my dad went to the studio. It's the first time. I had that studio for a year. He ain't never went there, right? Yeah. So he goes in there. He's like, how much you pay for this room? And I tell him at the time I was paying like $1,000 a month for that room, for that room. and just I for that room and the room was smaller than this i was the about to say like a thousand dollars for that a room. Month. it was like a mirror and a sink Correct. or like or like a little whatever it was mm-hmm. yeah like a little uh, sink connected yeah. to everything like the, yeah. the station was connected with the sink. right 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 yeah because right. yeah, yeah. i remember that like i remember get, getting in there and me and him were me and your baby daddy at the time we were talking about it and i was like damn should be that much for just for this I was like, you might as well just go ahead and get your own like place. Mm-hmm. So then, so my dad never knew how much I was paying there, and and so he comes in, he's like, you paying that for this, like this little room, and I'm like, yeah. He's like, all right, nah, we're, we're opening up a shop, and I'm like, I don't got, it's COVID. You just told me like mm-hmm. it's COVID, like I gotta <laughs> yeah. be good with my money, you know. Yeah. So I'm like, the thing is, is like I don't have money to be opening up a shop, you know. And my dad actually, the shop that the first one that I owned, um, he used to have a cash for gold shop in that same building. So he knew the landlords really well. And he's like, all right, well, let me see what I could do. I'm going to work something. Like if we remodel the whole thing, maybe he'll give us a deal. Yeah. The room, the the place was a little, it was small, but it was bigger than the studio. That but it had. worked. Yeah. Yeah. So my parents then were like, all right, let me see how much money you're really bringing in. So, you know, I start giving them my bank statements and my dad's like, damn, like you really make this much money. You make more money than your mom. And I'm <laughs> like, I told you like, 
you can make money in this mm-hmm. industry, yeah. but like it takes a while. You gotta, you you gotta, gotta hustle. You gotta hustle mm-hmm. it. You, you gotta, gotta put your name out and, there. And you like, gotta like build a really good reputation for 100%. yourself. You know, because it, it kind of translates also to like with barbering and shit like that. You gotta you gotta build a clientele. You gotta you gotta get a good word. It's a lot of word of mouth. It's a word of mouth. Word, I always say word of mouth is like the the best type of advertisement you can have. Yeah, because it? like yeah, you can go on your Instagram, you can look, and you can be like, okay, like I really like the way she did this person's hair or whatever, but. When that person tells you how much she really liked the way yeah. you did it and how it made her feel. And not and even just like that. that, too. It's like a lot of my clients I've had for years. So yeah. I know the ins and the outs of their relationship, what they go through in life. Yeah. And vice versa with me. Like, sometimes when me and Bells are in here, like, we have to make sure ain't nobody else yeah, in here. Yeah, because... we're always like, man, who else is Yeah, in we're like, oh, shoot. Whenever like... she comes here, I'm just like, all right, so I'm about to be alone for, like, the next four yes. hours with these fucking kids. It's literally <laughs> a therapy session, though. Like, all yeah, right, cool, a so... Whenever I get my blonde, I'm like, oh, this is a perfect therapy session right here, but when like I go three dark, hour. I'm like, Liz, this wasn't, this wasn't that long enough. We didn't have a long enough appointment. <laughs> so swear. that's what I'm saying. I think a lot of it comes with not just doing the hair because I could tell you, I think some people don't even come from, come to me because the way I do hair. It's more because I built that relationship yeah. with them. They're comfortable And with they're you. comfortable sitting yeah. in my chair is really what it is. But so, yeah, so back with my parents. At first, like I said, they didn't really want me to do it. But then once I started to see how much money I was really yeah. making and how I built this name for myself, you yeah. know, that's when my dad was like, all right, I got confidence in you. We're going to help you out, you know? So in the sense of like, people always ask me like, did this come out of your own money? Did your parents pay for this? Like, how did this happen? So I'm not, my parents did front me the money. They helped me take out a loan. Well, first of all, it's none of your fucking business, but if you really <laughs> want to fucking know. Like, but no, I want to tell people yeah. what it really was yeah. because it, I mean, it's not easy. Yeah. It really isn't easy. Is that. Yeah. And, and it's okay to ask for help. It, and that's what I've learned. It's okay to ask for I'm help. I'm very stubborn. I don't like to ask for help. But I knew that if I took out this loan in my name by myself, my interest rate would be super high. I, n- I didn't have anything in my name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I went to them like, hey, take the loan out in your name, but I'll pay for it. I'll, I'll pay everything, but I need you to take this out. And I always say, too, like, connections is always a big thing because I always had connections in the sense of, like, the floors, getting the floors done, the plumbing, mm-hmm. yeah. the walls. My dad does that. Or he knows somebody to do yeah. that. You yes. know? So it's like, for me... And that helps out a lot. I didn't, a lot of the labor lot. part, I didn't pay for. So yeah. um, I was lo- very lucky in, in the sense of, like, I had a lot of connections in that sense. So and people mm-hmm. willing to help as well. To help out, yeah. So that shop, you know, I had, what, like, three stations in there and maybe yeah. a little room and a little little nail tech spot and in the beginning it was only just me and one other girl and um the cool thing about it though is that because it was so private i felt like that's how i gained more girls to come work for me um and um so yeah after that after we opened up that that's when i feel like covid just kind of brushed over and i will say covid actually did help me out a lot in the in the industry because mm-hmm. then ppps came out <laughs> and shit i had a legit business though so i could get yeah i could get scamming the loan <laughs> yes there were so many people taking yeah. those out and no businesses hey, i was this close <laughs> hey, i was this close i know people who scanned and they I, got their money they know, had no business i know a lot of people that was doing those fucking loans and they were just like hey i was like you know if any of them this. had to pay it back no, you know, none I don't of, know none anybody of, either. No, none of my people jail. that had them, no, they they even locked up. That's the crazy part is that mm. I know a couple that took out We're like, hey, like we can legit just fucking just take this money out and maybe actually get a business with it or not. But then I'm also thinking like, nah, I don't want to, I don't want to like risk it. You know what the crazy part about is I, I didn't even really get that much money out that PPP. And I wish that I, I know somebody that could finesse it a little yeah. more because I could tell mm-hmm. you. Kinda I wish really, you would have. Yeah, I really do because I had a legit business to <laughs> no, prove yeah, it though, yeah. you know? So yeah. like, I wish that I had somebody to help me kind of finesse it a little bit because I'm all about finessing the government. But <laughs> yeah, I don't really want to beat that up, but I really am. 
but yeah, so that PPP really did help me out. That actually was with the money that I used to open up this one. Was when, oh, I, when I had that. Okay. Yeah, so I saved that money and then that's how I opened it. How long did you have that one? A year, not a even year? a year. Not even eight, a year? Eight months. Eight months. It got bought and then, out. And then you, oh, It got okay. bought out. The so property? The property did. So, but I was on a lease for, I believe, two years. So it was kind of like, do I stick with that two years? Because when they bought it out, they knew they had to leave me in there. They are, They were trying. They were going to honor it? Yeah, it was either that they honored it or they would have to pay me out to leave. But so what happened was I was kind of like going back and forth because I had a bunch of girls now trying to work for me, right? Yeah. That spot was too small. So I was telling my dad, I'm like, look, right now, because there's nobody really opening a business, we could probably get a really good deal. Because I had my eye on this place for a while. This This spot that we're in right now. It was a salon before I was even here. So layout-wise, it was already there. We didn't have to do plumbing, really. It it was more cosmetic work that we had to do here, right? The other one you did, right? The other one I had to build from the bottom up. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that one was, like I said, my dad's cash for gold shop years back, and nobody had been in there for at least two years. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, so that's when I was, like, talking to my dad. I'm like, hey, like, we need to think fast on what we're going to do. Either we, we let this another year, or we go ahead and just open up another one and, um... At the time, I thought it was a good idea because, like I said, ain't nobody really opened up business. So mm-hmm. we were able to kind of get them to lower down here because nobody was really here for yeah. years, you know. Um, so, yeah, so that's when we started that one. And like I said, the PPP, COVID, that that helped me out because I was also getting clients that were going to other places but knew because I was open and their salon wasn't open. They was coming to me. Yeah. Would, they would hit me up on Instagram like, hey, I heard you're open. Because I wouldn't advertise. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm like, who told you? Who sent you? <laughs> because it was also really hard, too, because we couldn't really get color or anything like that. Because the places, the stores that we were getting them from were closed, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then I had to go online and place orders and big, you know, big orders or whatever. And it was like a lot of times, like, if somebody texted me like, hey, I want red. I didn't have red on me, you know. So the analyst is running the black market. Yeah, <laughs> and you know what's crazy? You to go were you black scared market? because you were pregnant? I was scared. I was scared in the sense too because like you can get shut down. There was cops outside. I actually know a barber that that happened to them twice. Yeah, no way. Yeah, in Round Lake. Yeah, there's uh, a barber saying he was the one that was warning me like, "Hey, you better be careful because cops already have told me they gave me two tickets. First yeah. time was a warning. Second time was like, if we come into this building again, you are paying us a fine because we couldn't work. Mm-hmm. Right. The thing with mine was. But- the thing with mine was we had two doors, so I'm like, hey, come to the back. <laughs> come to the back. Yeah, come to the back. Because we did. We had cops outside, too. But I think the thing was is, like, they couldn't tell. They couldn't prove what we were doing. They weren't mm-hmm. allowed inside. Yeah. So they couldn't prove what we were doing unless, what, they had a warrant to come inside. Um. So I could have been making a podcast in here for all yeah, you know. Yeah. I could have been making a YouTube video for all you know about hair You could have been just yeah. practicing I could have been practicing. mannequins, anything. Yeah. Exactly. They don't know that. I, so I was taking a lot of cash at that time. So yeah. They could never come back yeah, to me. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. So, so, was like, cash only. Yeah. so was Joey, right? He yeah, was like, cash, cash only. Because <laughs> we didn't want to be reported. I know. know. I told David, I was like, because he was, because I was like, David, let me just cut your hair my damn self because his hair Hell looked no. crazy. And he's like. Nah, we gotta find a barber that's doing it on the low. And I was yeah. like, I got one. I got one. I showed was... up with like a hoodie and a hat. <laughs> I, mean, just, I, I walked in. I was like, Is this where I need to be? <laughs> He's like, Yeah, come in. <laughs> I was like, hey, come uh, to I, the told, back. I told Belinda, I texted Belinda, I was like, Tell them I'm in the front. <laughs> Open the door. No, but really, that's really how it was. Yeah. And like, the thing for us too is like, Well, for me, because I know a lot of barbers, this is where it screwed them up, is because they ain't legit. A lot of these barbers are not working with license, right? Mm. And the thing is, is like, Allegedly. Exactly. So the thing is, is that that um, at that time I could get unemployment. Normally, hairstylists can't get unemployment. So that was another thing too. Is on top of it, I was getting cash and I was getting that young unemployment. No way, 
were yep. you? So, Scamming so, 101. Exactly. So <laughs> so that's kind of, that's what I'm saying is like, I had the money to, to open up this yeah. was because I saved all of that. We were getting them mm. stimmies. We was getting the PPPs. We got the another one right now. Me too. Mm. Me too. I'm definitely struggling Yo, now. I need another one, right? <laughs> <laughs> Liz is like, Liz is like, like, if the IRS is listening, all that money is now <laughs> gone. You, we don't got it. You ain't going to get it either. I ain't got it no more. So, but that's what I'm saying is that a lot of people were complaining about COVID hurting their business, but COVID yeah. helped me. It really yeah. did help mm-hmm. me. Well, you you made it. You you worked I it. That yeah, money. it was to I say you worked it. Money. You worked mm-hmm. it because that's what that, that's another thing too. Like I know during COVID, one of the things that I was thinking is like, damn, like you know, there's really nothing that anyone can do right now. So it's like when you feel stuck, it's just kind of like you stay in that mindset. But you kind of were like, fuck it, I'm gonna just use this shit to my advantage, and and we if we figure it out, we figure it out. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So were that, you scared to get sick because no. you were taking people? No, no, and I never wore a mask. I yeah. ain't never wore a mask. Yeah. I ain't never wore a mask. Hey, I'm gonna leave a counter on the fucking video how many times she just self incriminated yourself. I should have been locked up by now. <laughs> locked your ass up. I swear, I used to be like, damn, Liz, you ain't scared. Like, you don't got no mask. I, cause I used to walk yeah. in with a mask and she'd be like, you don't gotta wear it. It's fine. Nah, yeah. And a lot of the times, too, though, is because it was literally me and one other person. But I yeah. was obviously yeah. having like three people at a time in a day. And obviously, yeah, I could have gotten sick. But. Yeah. No, I actually, she said, but I didn't. <laughs> but I didn't even get COVID until like until I opened up this one, so I was good. Oh, uh, okay, years. Yeah. dang, yeah, that's, that's nice. I, didn't get I know we either. we got it that first year. I got it that first year. Did I thought I was gonna die. Yeah, it was I bad. I, was I did it pretty bad too the first time. I was like, "This is it." I had COVID already twice. So. I was like, "I survived everything. This is, this is it. This bitch has little virus gonna take me out." <laughs> and so no, I couldn't breathe. Jail. I couldn't breathe. I was like, that, "That thing was bad." I swear. So how? What was your? How was your experience leasing this building? Honestly, super stressful. Like because that's the thing is like depending on what area you're in, and obviously I'm in Hainesville. What's in Hainesville? There ain't nothing in this town. Yeah. But it was really hard because it's a pretty small town. It is a really pretty small town, but they're strict. They strict about what comes in this town. Um, so I did have to have like a business plan. I did have to go through having I have an attorney. My attorney had mm. to look over my my lease agreement that I had. Yeah. How'd you find it? Did you have to like present it to them as well? I did have to present. It was COVID during the time, so I didn't have to go in. But I had to have like a PowerPoint and like you know tell oh, them how man. much I thought. They would gain from having me here. Yeah. How much revenue I thought that we Damn. would have for here. Yeah. And like the layout that I wanted, what how it was going to look. They had to come in here and see. I actually thought I was going to fail inspection because I got this jungle back here. But um, they were really strict. <laughs> they were really strict about the way that we had things in here. And um, so it definitely was hard. There was a lot of times. I didn't where, know you would have to do all that. Like a whole PowerPoint. I think we failed inspection actually the first time. No way. Yeah, we failed inspection the first time. And the, and the crazy part about it is, is we already had a plan that we were going to open at a specific time. Because a lot of times when you open up a shop or you open up anything, a lot of times you can make an agreement with the landlord. Like, hey, if I got to rebuild out this layout and I got to redo the whole thing, give me rent free for the times that I got to build it. Um, And then yeah. once we open, that's when rent's going to start coming in, right? Yeah. So it was definitely scary because I remember we had like a timeline. We were supposed to open up June first, I think it was, and it was like we had inspection the day before. Damn, damn. So it could have, it could have, it could have just gone it, the wrong way, and then exactly. that's it. Yeah. yeah, we failed the first time, then we had inspection again the the day before we were supposed to open, and so it definitely does get scary. There's a lot of things that you have to go about, like just like little things like the wiring, um, the way well, like fire hazards and shit like that. Yeah, like, you know, and, and every department or every area is going to be super strict about or. They have their own rules about how they want yeah. things. Um, what, so, what were you allowed to do? So you're allowed to paint, right? You're allowed to put uh, like wallpaper. Anything, unless like it's like plumbing or electrician work, you got to pull out a permit. 
Yeah. Oh damn. Okay. Yeah. It's so, like a house. It's definitely like it's, a house. It's, it's like having a house. Yeah. So it was definitely a struggle in the beginning. There's a lot of a lot of um, arguing. I had a lot of arguing with my parents. A lot of yeah. A lot of stress. A lot of stress definitely in the beginning, but. I love that. I love that your parents helped you and like they believed in you and they supported like your dream. I mean, even still now, my mom, it's funny too, because my dad's more like, just do it. If we fail, we fail. You're not going to. At least you tried. At least you tried. Yeah. Yeah. He says a lot of times. I'm the same way. Like whenever, when, when, you know, like whenever I'm thinking is, about doing, I, I said, fuck it. Like I remember I told Belinda, I want like, to start a podcast. David's but, always like, fuck it. Let's just try fuck it. it. Who and cares? Like, like, mm. like Belinda was like, like, do like, what if nobody listens to you? What if this, what if that? I'm just like, no, you fuck. Like, fuck it. At least and then I felt, and I felt the same way too. Cause like, I was like, after I, after I convinced myself, I knew I had to like convince her yeah. <laughs> to be like, look, like, this <laughs> let me pitch you my, my, my idea here. Yeah. <laughs> need but, his own PowerPoint. Yeah. But <laughs> it took me like a little bit to figure, well, yeah, because like, you know, we're married, we got a whole bunch of shit going on and yeah, I, and yeah. obviously like. And why you this, think it's worth to this, start This it. is like a monkey wrench. Yeah. Like, you know, just figuring out like how to do this shit. Cause I didn't know how to do any of this shit. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know how to and do And the nothing. time management too. Like, well, I didn't know like, how to do any of it either. I never yeah. took a business class. Me either. I never had nothing with that. And I'm the same way like you, like I've had like like podcasts that like are from round lake and shit like that hit me up and be like hey what do you use what is this and what is mm-hmm. that and i could have easily have been like yo fam like i just nah, i'm not telling you i'm not telling you yeah. shit yeah. but i was like look i told i told them this is the mic i use this is what mm-hmm. what i paid for it this is what i got now and this is how i do it this is how i record um and i use this program that program and then you know it, I, I'd rather have the good karma you know yeah. what and for me i i think for me it's a it's more of like a satisfaction of them coming to me later and be like liz i am where i am because of you yeah mm-hmm. you know and so yeah that was like a that's that i definitely agree when it comes to that it's just like i'll share my secrets whatever you want to know i'm telling mm-hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> she's an open book yeah i'm open book what, what's as you the can hardest? see scamming 101, scamming 101. <laughs> that's scam- gonna be the next podcast <laughs> scamming 101 how the fuck do you scam the ppp loans <laughs> What what do you think is the hardest part about owning your business? I think she's stressed. She got a few. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, wait, do you, you want know my, what? She's like, do you want the uh, examples or do you want what I'm going through right now? Because <laughs> yeah, I'm going through it right now. Honestly, I think the hardest part about it is that nobody's gonna take care of your business the way you you want to take yeah. care of it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Nobody's gonna love it the way you love it. I mean, my my everything is in this. Everything Mm -hmm. that I have is in this. And this is, I built this by myself for my kids is really what it is, you know? So when I come in here and the place ain't clean, they ain't doing what I'm telling them to do. It's like, for me, it hurts me because I have this for you guys. You know, Mm -hmm. it it is for me at the same time, but like, I have this for you guys to make money, to take care of your kids or, or your house or whatever Like giving them opportunities Mm -hmm. and coming here and learning. Exactly. Like that's the way I would see it. Because it's like you said, like a lot of, um, like I've seen this a lot, like with barbers and stuff like that, because one of my really best friends, he's a barber and I see it all the time. And like, I'll see barbers go there and they'll be there for like a year or two. And then all of a sudden they're opening up a shop. And I'd ask him like, yo, you don't feel like any type of way about that? And he's like, no, because that's, 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 like, it's like, yeah. that's the part of the game. Yeah, He's like, he told me like, if you wanted to be a barber here, I'm not going to expect you to work for me forever. And that's what he's, I'm saying. He's I like, know if you that's do, not going to be it. Yeah, yeah. He's like, if you do, cool, it. great. I love yeah, you. But loyal. if you don't, even better, because now that's like, like you're building a tree. 100%. Like every, everybody comes from like the, the Liz tree. Exactly. And then as long they as they're doing. As long as they're doing what what they're supposed to be doing, yeah. it'll just make you look better. It'll it'll 100%. it'll just mm-hmm. more quality to the lineage. A hundred percent. And and that's I think the biggest struggle though is that for me is I mean you know my loyalty is like I have such a thing where so it's like, damn I get loyal. way too many I, chances. I swear I, I, you do because I'm always telling David like this is too damn nice yeah, sometimes. I, like I, can I, I can don't I guess have. Your the, sign? What am I? <laughs> 
You're giving off two vibes. What? You're either a Scorpio or a Taurus. I'm definitely a Scorpio. <laughs> yeah, see? Yeah, hey, I'm shout out to my astrology niggas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I get clowned about that shit all the time. And I'm like, hey. Oh my God, he's so strong about it too. Right, that like, shit's real though. He's like, let me let me read you really quick. <laughs> I was like, look, that's some. No, I'm like, I swear when Bell gets to acting like a Taurus, I just leave. Yeah, I gotta go. I can't do it. I'm not doing. I this know because I feel like me and you we go back and forth a lot. Where Liz is telling me, "No, you're too nice. Like you gave this person way too yeah. many chances." But I'm also telling her, "Like, Mm-mm, you gotta cut them off because this is it. Like you're too damn nice." Yeah, I am really nice though, and I and and the thing is, like I said, like I'm you all about loyalty. Like I, I wouldn't care. Like and I, I've had it happen to myself like a couple of times where I've had run into situations where I've trained a girl, I've got them to help them get their clientele, you know, from the bottom up. They they really came from nothing, you know, and showed them everything that I know, helped them out, tell them that, like, it ain't easy to run a business, but I'm here to help. And the thing is, too, is, like, my parents are always here to help, too, like, mm-hmm. in the situation that I was in with one girl that I had here. And um, it's the fact that they lie. Like, why lie? Just tell me, like, hey, I'm, I'm, I want to open up my own. You, mm-hmm. You've inspired me. Yeah. To, to to do better. And now I feel like I've learned so much from you that I'm okay to go off on their own. And mm-hmm. I have more respect for that mm-hmm. than to do it behind my back and then do like, some like snake shit. Exactly. And, like, yes. Out. You exactly. think that's the hardest part about managing a team? Yes. Is that they, some people have lied yes. or you don't know if they're lying, or if they're being snakes. Yeah. 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 And the hardest part about it is like, they're in my shop talking about it or things like that. And so it, it definitely is tricky because it's like I said, it's loyalty is what I have. And to be loyal to me and just tell me like, Hey, I have other dreams and yeah. I support that. And I would yeah. be like, Hey, I, I would want, love to come to your ribbon cutting. Like, so is that something that yeah. like, like learning from that experience, like moving forward, whenever you do bring girls in, is that something that you plan on telling them up front? Like, Hey, like, you know, just so you know, I know that you're here and you're here to learn and you're here to like advance your career. But if you ever feel like, Hey, you're ready to take that next step. You know what the crazy like my door part is open is a lot of salons will make you sign contracts that you can't like non non competition exactly. Or but I'm not like that. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. they'll say you can't go down the street and open up a shop. You can't right. go 25 miles from my shop. Did you have to sign one when you were at that first? Salon? Yes, I did yeah. have to sign one. I couldn't take my clients. Yeah, I somehow I like, still ended up with you. No, but the thing is, is like in the sense of <laughs> I can't text them and be like, "Hey, I'm here." Yeah, yeah. I could post on social media and be like, "Hey, this is where I'm at." You want to? Mm-hmm. If y'all want to come, that's you not you. Come, yeah, that's not me saying. Hey, but I'm you over personally here. can't go to them and be like, "Hey, I'm over here now. You need to come here." Correct. Yeah. Correct. So, so I could be like that here, where I could be like, "Hey, y'all can't take your clients that you get from here, or y'all can't go down the street and open up a shop." But what am I saying is that I'm not like that. My thing mm-hmm. is, like, I want to see everybody win. But I also want that loyalty. Like, when you do come here and you come, like I said, ain't nobody, not everybody that I have here is going to stay. There's so many mm-hmm. other things in this world that they could possibly go do. And like I said, I'm here to support that, but to be open about it. Yeah. yeah. Don't lie about Just that. Just be honest. Because yeah. I'm going to find out anyways. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> like, true. And it's we're going to talk about so it. small. <laughs> and we're going to talk about and it. And we're going to talk about it. At our next appointment. <laughs> yeah. So that's the thing. Like I said, I'm just here for everybody to grow. I'm not here to hold nobody back. And mm-hmm. I, and like I said, I'm an open book. I got the knowledge. I've been through it. I've struggled through it. Uh, it ain't easy. Yeah. And I'm here to help. How do you balance the kids and the business and your bottle service at night? I manage now the bottle servicing too. So I'm definitely Yeah. At the bar all How the time does that too. look? Like you're kind of all over the place. Well, you already said you don't cook. <laughs> I clean. That's about Yo, it. Yo, Arby's is just looking at you like, oh yeah. 
They're like my number one customer. They're, they're, they're rubbing their hands like Birdman, uh, just like you know. They're like Liz is here. Liz is money. It's Popeyes, Arby's. She's like, hey, she's gonna bring all them kids. Yeah, all of them. Every every single one of them. You'll pull up with all them kids. <laughs> no, but it definitely is hard. It's definitely hard during the week. I'm usually at the shop. It's usually like nine to five because the kids go to daycare. And the thing is, is like. Shout out to my baby daddy because I got a good relationship with my baby daddy. He definitely does help me out a lot in the sense of he got the kids. We got 50-50. So he does have the kids 50% of the time and I have 50% of the time. So I kind of manage my time when they're with their dad. I know that's the time I could work my ass off. I'm working nine to nines. Then I'm going to the bar, Mm -hmm. working there. And then when I have them, I dedicate my time with them. So I'm only working two, three days out of the week. I'm working nine to five. I go pick them up. I'm with them on the weekends. And then it's also like almost like a break for you as well. It definitely is. Yeah. And I think that's where the bottle servicing does come come in. Because I really don't have the bottle service. But the reason why I do the bottle servicing is, one, it does help me out with, I want to open up a school. I don't want to have loans. Mm-hmm. There ain't no PPPs no more. So I really got to work now. We can't scam <laughs> no, no, so, no more. We can't scam no more. So now I'm working. And now I work at night. And it doesn't take away from my time with the kids because the kids go to bed at 8, 8.30, you know? Yeah. So it's like I don't go usually to the bar till like 10. Come home, they're still asleep, you know? And someone just stays with the kids. Exactly. So I have my nanny that stays with the kids. And so that's kind of how I balance it. Now it's just a little crazy because my crazy time for the shop is about to hit. Holiday season coming. And then I am working at the bar. (laughs) And I do have my oldest all the time, 24-7. So... Yeah, I know, because we were talking about it, because I was telling David, like, man, I really don't know how Liz is doing it, because she's got the kids, she's got the salon, she's got the bottle servicing. Because, like, with our, like, with the podcast, like, we have this podcast, but then David has his sports podcast. So, like, days we're recording this one, then he's recording the sports one on the other one. And then I have, like, some things that I'm, like, trying to put together, you know, on top of, like, our regular day job. Yeah. So, we're like, man, I'm so fucking It's the hustle tired. on the drive, though. It's definitely the hustle mm-hmm. on the drive. Like, I, I can't stay, I can't sit still. That's I see the bigger picture. Yeah. So, like, to me, like, the way I see it is, like, look. You're going to work hard right now. Yeah, it, it'll pay off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm the same way that you are. Like, I want to build something for my kids. Yeah. And for my kids' kids' kids. Exactly. For like, Down the line. Like, I may not, like, like, right now, I may not, like, have enough to, like, leave them. But I think that when, when it's all said and done, I think, like, maybe 10 great gang great grandkids from now they're gonna look back and be like oh your great grandfather was like one of the greatest podcasters of all time yeah and i think right now like we kind of struggle with like our family's kind of like a podcast so you guys are doing a podcast like how you guys yeah. gonna live off of that or like things like that you know yeah. i mean it was the same way with the hair you yeah. just gotta mm-hmm. prove them wrong yeah and that's it you start from mm-hmm. the bottom and, have and you work been. your and way up i have been she's have been you know because like we started at first doing, i was kind of like mm, like david what, i don't know <laughs> <laughs> well this is the thing it's like Belinda really likes, like, she said, fuck it. Like, she's going to put in what I put in. So if I put in 100%, she'll put in 100%. Mm-hmm. And it if helps I out when, it, when, that's, it, when it's That's two couple people. goals right there. I need to find people. my one like that. Because <laughs> once I started seeing, like, all right, man, he's, like, super passionate about this. I was like, all right, I'll help you. Like, yeah, all right, yeah. let's do this. Like, yeah. all right, I'm going to stop laughing. Like, like all right. Yeah. <laughs> Belinda bought me my, my, my first microphones. Mm-hmm. Oh, Belinda bought me yeah. the headphones that you're wearing and shit like yeah. that. So like, it's like he, he really wanted to do it. I was like, no, nah, I want to do it. He was just kind of like, yeah, all this stuff is really expensive. Like, to start off, it's so expensive, yeah. all the equipment. And I was like, all right, I'm going to buy it for him. And let's let's see if he actually puts in the effort, you know? And I had bought it all, and I had just given it to him. And I was like, all right, we're going to see, like, if he puts in the effort or what he's going to do with it. And then I started to see, like, all right, he's passionate. He's doing it. All right, uh, we're going to do it then. Yeah. 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 And to me, it's not. It's never a thing of, like, you know, 
I'm I'm worried about like oh how am I gonna pay the bills how am I gonna do this because I still I still have to sure, work I my worry job, about so. that all the time but I do know that like if I if I'm not gonna sit here and if, if whatever I put into this is what I'm gonna get back so. yeah now I worry about that all the time and I'm not gonna say that like people think because I own a business I got money I definitely don't got money I'll tell you that right now I don't got money because <laughs> sure. if you think I about it or else we would be scamming exactly <laughs> exactly no yes, not true because though. I feel like they don't even take into consideration all the stuff you have to buy like. Do they think like all this furniture was free? Like you had to buy every single piece of furniture. And and then people ask me that all the time. Like, why you bottle service for if you own a business? Like, you think that I'm profiting off of it? No, the first five years, a lot of businesses fail because Mm -hmm. you're negative. You ain't making that money back. You're going to be in the red for a while. Exactly. Mm -hmm. It's like that with any business, though. Exactly. Like like you said, any business you're going to be in, unless you like jump out the gate and you're fucking. You know, doing you're like a celebrity hairstylist. Yeah. For a long time, you're gonna be in you're that red, and you're gonna slowly dig yourself out of that hole. That's though. exactly yeah. what it is, and you have to have that motivation to know that, like, hey, if I lose everything, I'm gonna be sleeping in my car. Are you still gonna keep that business? I'm gonna do anything I can to keep the business going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so that means I got a bottle service or whatever, get a part time job, and like I said, the bottle servicing just works because it's at night, and I don't gotta be away from my kids, you know. Yeah. But yeah. that's the thing is like the mentality is always like, oh, she got money because she got a shop. Like, no, I really don't got money. Like, <laughs> right. Because it's so it's expensive. expensive. Everything is. is expensive right now, mm-hmm. especially right now that everything went up in price. Ugh. You know, color, everything. everything. I know. So, yeah, I know. Do you I'm feel like, at it like fuck. Like everything is expensive. Yeah, do I feel, feel like, like I just paid rent and now I got to pay it again. Yeah, oh, like <laughs> when uh, when the prices actually went up and you had a post like, hey, like prices and like the materials and the color and stuff like that went up so my prices have to go up do you feel like a lot of people it's hard i definitely feel like i have like i said i got a big heart so it's hard yeah you know they'll be at the checkout and Honestly, I, I'm not even going to lie to you. I have my assistant go up there a lot of the times because I'm a sucker, dude. Yeah. Uh, like, they'll be sitting in my chair telling me, like, how they're struggling, how, you know, things at home are not going good. And then they're ready to come pay. And I'm like, man, damn, let me just give them $50 off. Like, I know they're struggling yeah. at home. And that's the thing. Is like, that's I have, hard. But, but then I think about it. I'm like, damn, I got my own kids to feed. Right. I got yeah. my house to pay. I got this business to pay off. And it's yeah. like, and I still want to open up another one. So it's like, a lot of the times, it's like, I got to tell myself, like, this ain't my hobby. This is what I do to feed my children. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, that's really, really hard, actually. Do you feel like you lost some people? I did. When you had to increase prices? But yeah. you have to tell yourself, like, you have to. You have to reel out the ones that are not going to stick with you, and it's fine, and it's okay, and you mm-hmm. are going to have the people that are going to pay the price, you know? And maybe they'll come back. And yeah. maybe they'll come back, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what's crazy is, okay, so you said, like, your mom helps out. Your family helps out a lot with the kids, right? Oh, yeah. It takes a village to raise them kids. I, I swear. You know what? Shout out to my sister-in-law because she's the one that's um, babysitting the kids for us so we could do this episode. Yeah. Shout out to Rosa. Thank you so much for watching our kids. Um, <laughs> Let's see if I can get this one right. Oh. There you go. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. <laughs> um, Don't you think it's crazy how, okay, we moved out. And we're moms and we're adults, right? We're, we're supposed to be able to do whatever we want to do. But don't you think it's crazy how we still have to ask our parents for us to go out? Because they're the ones that got to watch our Let kids. me tell you something. My mom has me on her uh, location, right? So she can see where I'm at all the time. <laughs> the other day I had taken her off. And um, she's still texting me every week. Hey, can you add me back on your location? No, I'm not adding you back because you're going to ask me why I'm somewhere without asking. Like, my, no. Yeah, my mom has me too. And I have hers too. But I have hers because I want to know where she's at. Yeah, I'm calling her like, hey, where you at? My dad, he sent me his for like a week. You and then he took me off. I was like, um, dad, you forgot to put me back on your location. He's like, no, I didn't. 
I was like, sir, where are you going? <laughs> that you can't tell me. Yes. He was like, I don't want you to know where I'm at all the time. <laughs> nah, my mom my parents are definitely crazy when it comes to them. I still got to ask for permission. My mom don't play when it comes to that. And, and then, like, our parents, they're the same. Like, they're still always out. Like, they're always, they always wilding out. Yeah. <laughs> but we can't. We yeah. got to be home and be moms. Yes, yeah. yes. Because my mom and dad would be like, mm, sorry, we can't because we got a party. Or, sorry, we're going to be on the boat. Hey, my mom really don't watch my kids like that, though. She'll watch, yeah, she'll yeah. watch my oldest. She'll watch my oldest because he can watch himself. Yeah. Yes, right? me But too. my mom has never had my younger three at her house to spend the night or nothing. Never, she ever? My mom said, you had them kids young, you take care of them. I ain't watching the kids. <laughs> Your She's like, wait till they get a little older. She said, she said six and older than they can spend the night. Yeah. If they say six and older, they can't. Yes, my mom would be super cute. She'd be like, Arya can come over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell her to sleep over. Listen, and I'm like, oh, I feel that. go ahead. I feel that though, because I be I be looking at Axel like, bro, you holding us back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get your shit together, bro, because you holding us back. That's my twins. My twins are the same exact way. Me and David, we we're always talking about it. Like, man, we should have took all these vacations back when Arya was like our only kid, because yeah. my mom is so quick to take Arya. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like with Axel, she's like. Mm. Cause Axel, he's yeah. a he's a co sleeper. Yeah, she loves, told me. She told me. Yeah, about him. Axel loves sleeping with people. He like he goes to sleep in his room, but a majority of the time he wants to sleep with someone. Yeah, or like at my mom's house because the kids have their own room at my mom's house. So that's why I'm always like, heck yeah, I go to grandma's house. But Axel will always walk to my mom's room in the middle of the night, he's and like he, he jumps on her bed and he sleeps with her. But he like sleeps on top of like my parents. So like he's a crazy sleeper. Yeah. So she's always like, mm, Axel too. Yeah, but I don't blame them at the end of the day too. Though, because um, our parents are younger, so yes. and then they had to deal with us too when we were, you know, when they were kids. So it's mm-hmm. like I do, I do like understand, understand where she's coming it, yeah. from, yeah. Because they were the like, "Heck yeah, I'm done with kids. Like I'm living my best life now." And that's how me and you are. We're like, "Dude, oh. that's gonna be us. We're gonna be our parents because we're gonna be wilding out. We're gonna be calling Aria and Noel. Hey, come yes, get us. We, yes, we drunk somewhere. Ar- <laughs> <laughs> I swear, Aria and Noel are definitely gonna pick us up somewhere. Our Ubers. <laughs> We're just gonna. I'm just gonna drop off all my kids at your house or your kids at yeah, my house. Exactly. And we're gonna be like, all right, bye. Y'all can party together. We out. We gone. We're gone for the weekend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but um, me not drinking. <laughs> like, nah, then you know what? Me not drinking. Like I probably just have to stay home too. Though. <laughs> you know what? When my parents, you were like this too, actually. Because we're, like, the oldest ones. I feel like our parents, like, expected so much from us. And they still expect a lot. Like, I don't like to ask my parents ever for help. I could be on my last dollar and I will not text my parents. Yes. Me either. I have too much pride when it comes to that. Yeah. Like, we, me and David... We'll never ask my parents. And we've talked about that. We've yeah. talked about this before. Mm-hmm. Like when you guys first like had Aria and y'all yeah. had to live in like Waukegan and how it was a struggle. Yeah. Y'all didn't want to ask for help. No, and we that never was the same. Asked, the same we never looking back, asked we probably should just ask for help. We should have been like, <laughs> yeah, I should too. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I, I thought she just asked for help. The first house that me and me and Noel had had lived in was this little small. It looked like a little trailer, a little red house in Fox Lake. We, I paid six hundred dollars a month. It was his room was the size of a closet. I ain't even playing oh, with you. The same shit for us. Yeah, yeah. The size of a closet. And Waukegan, yes. it was it was like a duplex, mm-hmm. and then it was like an upstairs. David was downstairs. like, "How is this considered a bedroom?" That's how. That's where you got that. It was like a closet. It was damn near like a closet. It was like half the size, like of, of like here. Yeah. And we were six hundred and fifty bucks a month. And that was literally yeah. me and him. And you know what the crazy part about it is? I passed by that house, and he'll always be like. Mom, when I become rich, I'm gonna buy us that house because that was oh, our first house. Yeah. You know, so because that's like his house. That was his house. That, that was, was his, his house. first house. With, yeah, without 
grandma and grandpa it was just me and him yeah yeah i know yeah. that's how aria has like such a good memory too because she'd be like you remember the town home we used to live in before the house like she till this day will say like ah, i'd rather like, us we'll live in the by town home yeah, like, we'll pa- yeah. like we'll pass by it like on the way to her parents house and she'll be like remember when we used to live there Aww. yeah you yeah. know what it is though it, it ain't even about the house it was the memories that they yeah. had yeah. in the house because like that's how you start figuring out like oh shit like she's like really connected to that house like to her like to us we were just sitting there just like damn i, I can't wait to buy a house get, and get the here. fuck out of here mm-hmm. and you know you start thinking about all the times yeah. you, you struggled and shit and then she's looking at it you know because no matter what struggle that we went through like we our our, our yeah. kids never felt it nope yeah they don't mm-hmm. feel it and um it, it was one of those things where it's like to them they'll never see that shit and i didn't start realizing that until i started having kids like damn like looking back at it that my parents were struggling but i didn't know that because they never they, they, they never, never showed it to they us. never showed it to us yeah whenever we actually did need help we would go to David's parents, actually. Yeah. Because I didn't, like, feel bad asking them. Like, I knew that if we needed help, like, they wouldn't make us feel a certain way. And I feel like with my parents, like, I was just kind of, like, more embarrassed. That's how I feel. Yeah. Even now. I'm Like, like mm-hmm. I said, I'm struggling now at the shop. It ain't. It's not going the way Your I want it to go. My parents are going to listen to this and come back and be like, oh, y'all embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. That's weird. Because we were, we're you weren't embarrassed. Yeah. 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 Like, what do you mean? But mom's gonna be like, you weren't embarrassed when you were drinking in eighth grade. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I swear, my mom's gonna be like, oh, that's what you were embarrassed that's about. What you're Not embarrassed all about. the shit you put. Yeah, me but in? you know what? It's because they hold a high standard for us. Is what mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. And we don't want to fail them. Is really what it is. Because they were young parents, and then yeah. we were young parents exactly. too. So they were kind of like, damn. And they're like, I told you so. Like, who told you to go get pregnant at nineteen years old? And you know what? Me and David were married. And my parents still, still gave like us that. shit. Yeah. They were like, what do you mean you're pregnant? Because I was 19. You were 19? I was 19 too. Yeah. I was 19. And they were like, what do you mean you're pregnant? Like, what are you guys going to do? And I'm like, what do you mean what are we going to do? Like, we're, we're married. married. We'll figure it out. Yeah. They were, yeah. They were still giving us shit about it. But that's like the one thing that I like, like, I love about your guys' relationship is that y'all have stuck through it, through mm-hmm. it all. Because it ain't easy. Yeah. It definitely Talk is no. not easy. Mm-mm. It is not. I know. That's what we were like. Those courthouse marriages, they be lasting, man. Honestly, though, because it's the struggled ones. Those are the Mm -hmm. ones that y'all go through it all together Mm -hmm. and still make it through, though. You know what's crazy? So uh, speaking of that Waukegan house, so it was recent. It was like a couple weeks ago. Our friend who used to live like down the block, Mm. we actually grew up with him. I don't know if you know him. I'll tell you you his name later. But um, he used to live down the block from that house in Waukegan that we used to rent out of. And he added both of us on Instagram. We haven't seen him. In years, literally yeah. since, since when then. we lived there. And dude, it was so freaking funny because when he added us, I was like, oh, damn. Like his last memory of me, dude, I was hanging on his car because oh, yeah, yeah. You're, you're talking about, you were talking about this because <laughs> me and David were fighting. Yeah. And David was like, my friend lives down the street because at the time we only had one car. So we were sharing the one car. Yeah. And so I took the keys and I had God. the keys on me and I was like, you it's ain't going toxic, nowhere. Though. You ain't going nowhere. <laughs> and I'm like yelling at him and he's like, I'm gonna call my friend then and then he calls his friend his friend shows up super quick and I'm like what the hell like and David jumps in the car with him (laughs) David jumps in the car with him and he's like, go, go, go. Like, don't listen to her. Don't listen to her. And I'm, I'm literally, like, I grab that passenger car door and I'm hanging on it because his window was down. And David's like, roll up the window. You're like, my man ain't going nowhere. I was like, you ain't going nowhere. And I'm like screaming at him. And I'm screaming his name, telling him, like, stop the car. Stop the car. Like, what are you doing, dude? Oh, and he's, he's like, like he's, he literally looked at Balloon. He's like, hey, 
I don't like people in my business, so I'm gonna mind my own. <laughs> I'm like, then you just stay right there. He's like, David's like yelling at him, like, go, go, go. And like back then, like, so this house, it, like the parking for it, it was next to a restaurant, so it's like the parking lot of the restaurant. So it's like, a big ass scene. Was it yeah. daylight or what yeah, was it? Yeah, no, it was, I, I was like, it was oh, like, it was it like was six. Like, yeah, okay, six. It was like December, in like December, in like December. No, but there was people at the restaurant. There's people outside. Everybody's staring at us, and his friends like looking at me. And he's like. Man, this ain't nothing personal, Belinda. Like my friend just called me and told me to show up, <laughs> and I'm like, know. I'm like, no, you need to unlock this door, and I'm literally holding onto his passenger car door, and he's dragging me with the car. Oh hell no! Nah. <laughs> City like, boys are up too. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, damn, like I can't believe, like I was like, man, I'm embarrassed now because now I'm like, I'm a different person. Like, like that ain't me. I'm, I'm like, that ain't me. Like, yeah, I'm still finna take the keys from David. Like he ain't going nowhere still, but I'm not gonna hang off someone's car door. <laughs> Yeah, like I was like, man, we I can't believe this is, this yeah, is my life. Yeah, right. That's his last memory. I don't even be arguing with her no more. I, didn't, I think you pick and choose your battles now. Nah, nah, yeah. I don't pick none. He's like, I'm just I'm none. He's like, she I'm always right. Battle no, battle zero. I'm just like, all right, whatever. I don't give a fuck. And I feel like that pisses me off. She gets so that makes fucking me mad. mad. Even more, that makes me mad. I'm like, why are you not trying to argue? I'm trying to argue today. Yes. Argue with you. I'm like, like what are you gonna do? Text, even uh, through text, yeah. like he'll send me something and and I'll be like, okay, like or sometimes K period, and he'll be like, okay, I love you, and I'm like, I said K period, okay. You know K what that period means, means huh. we're fighting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or like yesterday, she was like, okay, and I was like, but. Yeah, uh, that would like, set me off. I was like, bet it up. And I, and I was out, and I was like, I don't care. Like, okay. Whatever. Yeah. She's like, I'm not going to, oh, man, I was so tired. I'm trying to rule your time out. He was. He was. <laughs> I was trying to rule your time out. He was, was trying like, to rule my time. He's like, And man. then what did I do? 20 minutes later, I was like, hey, I, I'm about to go get the kids yeah. dinner. Do you want something? I'm dead. Because <laughs> I didn't reply after his bet. Yeah. And he was just like, later on, he was like, you want something to eat? <laughs> City boys be up. <laughs> the food is like, gonna no, win you over. Yeah, and, it and me, does. and me, I'll be low key like, yeah, I'm hungry, but hey, no, I'm mad, <laughs> not yeah. mad. So now I don't want nothing. Uh-huh. You come home with nothing, and I'm hella pissed. You know what? I don't I care if I said home. no. I came home. He did. I didn't want food because I was eating wherever I was. And then I came home, and then afterwards, he's like, "You want some cold stone?" <laughs> I was like, "No, I don't," because I was so mad. Yeah. I'm like, "How you finna send me back?" Like, yeah, no, I, I don't want cold stone. And then, like, I went to shower, I come out, and he's like, "Got you some cold stone." Yeah, and if he didn't, I would have been even more yeah. mad. Yep, I swear. Tell us a toxic story. <laughs> All right, you know, you know what? It's crazy because I haven't been with my baby daddy now for a little over a year. Um, and, it, and like I said, like he he's a good guy. He, he's a great dad. But like relationship wise, it just wasn't where <laughs> I think we wanted it to be. And, and I always tell him, I think a lot of it had to do with we didn't really know each other when we had our kids the way we had them. It happened and we tried they to make planned. it work. Yeah, they were not planned. We had just met. So it was like six months in and we got pregnant no with way. the twins. No way, was it really? Six months in and we got pregnant with twins. So we definitely did try to make it work, but I think that we lived two different lives. We wanted two different things in the world. And like I said, we tried it. And he's a great dad. And like I said, I could never I could never speak down about him because he does he helps me out a lot. Mm-hmm. But it didn't work. So now in this last year and a half, I've tried to date, but it is really hard to date because I used to always say like, I'm not going to date somebody that got kids. And how can I say that? Cause I, I have four. 
Mm-hmm. Like, how could I be like, I ain't date nobody with kids, right? So people don't know what a daycare. <laughs> dare you. team. You're like four eleven. You're like, I don't want to date short guy. It's like, yeah, I don't. Like, how six, dare you? Six foot and up. <laughs> I'm not playing six foot and up. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. But everybody's like six foot and up to me, right? I was about to say you're like four eleven, dude. Yeah. But Linda's like the shortest person I know. And then like you stand next to her, I'm like, oh, they're they're, they're oh, you guys are you guys are a community. <laughs> no, for real. But so. After I, like, separated with him, I did get into a relationship with somebody, and, you know, he did. He told me he had a kid or whatever, and that him and his baby mama were separated. So, whatever, I gave it a try, right? Always a story. They're always separate. They're always how separate. You, how would you know? You've been married for, like, the past eight, nine but she years. she lives through me. Yes, I literally do. Like, she be telling me her stories, and I'm like, mm-mm. mm-mm red flag. Like, like, yo, like, my friends be telling me, like, they crazy baby mama stories. I'm like, nigga, how do you live through that? See, like, me, I ain't no crazy. See, that's the thing. And I, and I always say that, too. My baby daddy, will t- both of them will tell you, like, I am not no crazy baby mama. I don't care what you do. They're about to be in the comments right now. Like, like hey, she lying. She's a she fucking lying. Let me share the text messages. Yo, both of them are going to be like, yo, she's a fucking nah, liar. No, 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 They will say, I am a good baby mom. I don't care what you do. I don't I don't ask for child support. I don't ask for help. As long as you're in my kid's life, I don't mm-hmm. care what you do. Mm-hmm. These baby mamas out here be wild when it comes to their baby daddies. Mm-hmm. But I'm not like that because I didn't have my dad growing up for a while. So for me, I think my biggest thing was that my mom was always the same way, too, is that she didn't care if my dad was going to give her money or if my dad... Was going to help her out. But as long as he saw us, that's all she cared about. So yeah. I'm the same way mm-hmm. with my kids. But with going back to what how this uh, toxic relationship was, was that um, he had a baby mama. To my understanding, he was not with his baby mama, right? Mm-hmm. So this one time, you know, it was, it was actually, I think it was Blackout Wednesday. I wasn't going to go out because I had the kids. But I had put the kids to sleep and I didn't work the next day. So I texted my nanny and I'm like, hey, like if she could come, then I'm going to go out, whatever. But I ended up going to the casino, not to my local bars that I usually would go to. So I go to the casino. My cousin was at a bar locally. And she's like, come get me. I'm drunk. So I'm like, all right, but I'm going to show up. Dude told me that I was talking to that he wasn't going to go because he was going to be in Wisconsin because Thanksgiving was going to be the next day, right? He was going to take him and his kid to Wisconsin and go see his family. So all right, but just text me when you get there so I know you got there safe, whatever. Doesn't text me. I'm like, all right, I'm not going to text him. So whatever. I show up to this bar to get my cousin. And this bar has like two floors. So I walk up the stairs and why he, why is he standing right there? <laughs> like, I thought he was in Wisconsin. I look at him and I'm like, I'm, so his family actually owns that, that bar. So I'm like, I'm not going to make a scene here because his family owns this bar, you know? So I go back outside, I go smoke me a little wood real quick and come back upstairs to get my cousin he's up there with another shorty so i'm like okay you told me you was going to wisconsin but you got a whole other girl up here well he ran out the back way thinking i was gonna be on some toxic shit and he runs out the back way i'm looking for his car because now i am gonna be on some toxic shit like what is you doing telling me you're gonna be in wisconsin but you got another girl here right Mm -hmm. so i knew where his after little parties were gonna be at so i pull up to the after parties his little friends weren't gonna let me in and i'm like i told one of my girls that they don't know that we're friends i'm like go up there and tell me who he's with Cause I, I'm thinking the whole time it's his baby mama. I don't know what she looks mm-hmm. like. I don't know who she is. The whole time I'm thinking it's the baby mama, right? So I text the baby mama because I had her on Facebook. I know who she was. I already had creeped on the Facebook yeah. and saw who she was. Texted the baby mama screenshots of our conversation and showing her like we've had this relationship for for going on for months now, right? He he told me y'all ain't together. Why the baby mama called me crying talking about where he at? 
Because that wasn't me. Because <laughs> that wasn't me. That wasn't her. Whole time baby mama's crazy. She crazier than me. Whole time baby mama's crying me. Like, he lives at my house still. We still together. <laughs> Liz ran herself out. I'm like, damn, my bad. <laughs> Yo, you set yourself up. Dude, the baby mama was at home chilling. I'm like, damn, my bad, sis. I'm just like. minding her business. <laughs> like, she had her watching Love and Hip Hop. You just ruined her night. <laughs> Yeah, I'm she like, over here just watching a rerun. I'm like, damn, sis, I was about to smash his windows, and I, I thought it was you the <laughs> whole time in the like, car. Ha- you just see her, like, halfway with a bat. She's like, wait. Wait, are you? This ain't you? I'm like, who this then? So then she's like, I'm going to pull up. I'm going to pull up. I'm like, oh, no. So now I'm like, I'm leaving. Like, let, let her hand. That's At her man. At you got to pull up. That's, her, nah, baby that's her baby daddy, not mine. Now, I don't got no strings attached to this man. So I'm like, that's her baby daddy. Well, he calls me, blowing up my phone that night, talking about Shorty went over. His baby mama went over there, busting freaking all the stuff in that house. Mind you, this ain't even his crib. This is his friend's crib. Busting everything in that house, lighting his clothes on fire. Oh, baby mama ain't playing. So I'm like, what well, she took care of it for me. Like, I don't, you know, I didn't have to do anything. She got did back. Yeah, I did. And I didn't have to do anything. And whole time, she tried to fight the other girl. And I'm like, damn, he was playing all three of us. Mm. All three of us at the same time. Mm-mm-mm. So now my biggest thing is like, in the last year and a half, the dudes that I have been talking to, it sucks because a lot of them do have girlfriends or baby yeah. baby mama drama. I'm like, I can't find one dude, decent, decent dude that don't either have mm-hmm. a baby mama that's crazy or a girlfriend that they're still messing with. And it's like, yeah. And because you know what? I've seen Liz's DMs and... <laughs> yo, chill I, out, hey, yo. And, and you know what? Hey, some David, of the people David, hey, show the fuck out. Like, show the fuck out. I be out. texting David and I'm like, David, David, is this your friend, David? David, why is your friend in my friend's DMs? And, and I'm like... Because a lot of the times I don't be replying. That's the yes. crazy part about it. And she'll show me. She'll be like, you know, look, look at these DMs. And I'm like scrolling and these dudes just be commenting after commenting, liking, swiping, swiping. And and like, she doesn't respond at all because you know that they have baby mamas or, or they're with someone. Yeah. yeah. And Liz isn't like that. Liz is like, mm, no, I already know you with somebody. I'm not going to reply. Yeah. And so then I'm like, David, my girlfriend and my friend. <laughs> like, what do you want me to do? And like, this will be like, oh my God, look, look at this dude. <laughs> look at this dude. I'm be like, hey, ask David, he's still with the baby mama yeah, or what? Because they're hitting me up. And I'm like, oh my God, yes, he is. Like, I know for a fact he is yeah. because we was just talking to them last week or something like that. And then and I, I get blocked. Like, then I get blocked like a week uh, later. And I'm like, what did I do? Like, I didn't even reply back to the message. <laughs> and so I'm my niggas, like, I'm a lie under oath. Hey, don't even trip. For my niggas, I'm a lie under oath. I'm always like, <laughs> Man, like the one she looks at me like, are you telling me the truth? I was just like, it's some, it's somebody's <laughs> like truth. <laughs> like, <laughs> somebody's you know truth. I was like the one dude who was like, let me bring you breakfast. <laughs> and then like I was like, all right, cut it out, cut it out, <laughs> like, cut. No, no, we're not doing that. You're gonna do my guy like that. You're not gonna do my guy like that. And I told Liz, I was like, man, he living with his baby mama. Like I know this for but, fact. But that's what I'm saying though. And a lot of times I get, I, they take me as I'm being a bitch or or I'm trying to be hot shit because I'm not replying. But it's not that. I'm not replying because you got a whole short. At yeah. home. Like <laughs> I've had my home broken. Like my first my first baby daddy, that was my first true love. Like for real. I I say this to this day. Like I would have been with him, but he had, you know, his struggle mm-hmm. he was going through and things like that. And that home got broken because of something similar that yeah. happened to me. So for me, it's like I never so wanted to do that to someone. I don't want to yeah. be that person. I don't. Yeah. You know what? We actually had a question. Again, David's friend. One <laughs> Hey. <laughs> this guy. Okay, so he asked. Okay. Wants to know if you still love him. <laughs> he ain't six foot. <laughs> he might be where it counts. <laughs> you, 
Oh my god! <laughs> hey, listen. I said my requirements changed now. Oh my god! You know what? You ain't gonna do him you like that. What? No, you're not gonna like do him like that. You're not gonna do him like that. He is a good man. You know what? He's a good man. I've actually told you before. Like I like him, and I feel like if you guys were to, you know what it is try. though. He, he does have a lot on his plate, and I feel like a lot yeah. of dudes. But you do too. Uh, also, but you know what though? Mm-hmm. A lot of dudes feel like they can't juggle one thing at once. If you're a real listener mm-hmm. of this podcast, you'll figure out who it is. <laughs> If you're a real listener of this podcast and you truly fuck with me, you'll know who this is. This is how, gonna, this is how I find out if you hey, niggas just be lying. You know what? You know what? We're going to talk to him and we're going to try to get both of you guys an episode. I feel like that would be so damn funny. <laughs> no, we actually no tried. We, we actually cool, tried. We're, we're still we cool tried. though. We tried recently to we tried see to get you guys if he both was together. trying to get on the same day. Like I, was, without... like I wasn't going to tell him and I wasn't yeah, going to tell you. We're just going to show up. Yeah, we're just going to show up see what happens. The crazy part is, it's like even though we ended the way we, we, I mean, we ended a little toxic too. But the way that we ended, we're still cool. Like we still could talk, we still could hang out, things like yeah. that. Like I think we'll always be cool because we grew up together too. Be school days, so he, he, he's listening. He knows. You'll know if you're <laughs> a real listener. Days. You'll know exactly who we're talking about. Yeah, nah. So I mean, he's like I said, he still probably will always be in my life because I mean, we he's all grew up cool. together. Yeah, he's he's still super cool. But my my requirements have changed. Oh my god! So See, you like, wanna I have, fucking like, a, dare you? If you want to have like a speed dating podcast. I'll be on yes, it. Yes. Okay, okay, how about this? Mad, yeah, I'll, do this I'll do this. If I get enough guys to sign up, <laughs> if I, get, if I, get, I need about 10, 10, 10 people to DM me. You need requirements, though. But we, we, need a, we need a man for her. Okay? A man. <laughs> what does that mean? Not, a, not a little boy. So what does that mean? You want what, my, do you want my requirements? Of, what, what, sure, go ahead. <laughs> okay. I, I feel like you've written them down. <laughs> I got a lot of. Hey, you I, got got black friends, I got black friends. I got black friends. I like them black. I got black friends. Black six. I, foot I saw like that guy that's like, yeah, I'm not racist. I got black friends. <laughs> I really do. Uh, and they, they, man, wait, all these things about to hit me up too. All of them about to hit me up like, yo, she like black dudes. She la- I love the black. Wait a minute. Wait, wait like a minute. I can never go back. Wait a minute, because Bawa was in your DM. Bawa what? Hey, Shad. Hey, yeah, that yeah, nigga's yeah, like yeah. four, five, two. Don't don't sit there and tell me that you're. That nigga's like five, two. Hey, why are you not the only one that talks shit to me about that one? Everybody always talks shit to me about that one. Nah, I, but I, bro, I used to want to be little Bow Wow, dude. When we saw that, me and David, that is my that childhood was, crush. That bro, was when be, we first my started. Crush too. <laughs> I don't blame you. It's we, the light skinned in We like we first uh, the podcast had barely started when that had happened, and right away, me and David were like. Tell him to come on the pod. <laughs> we got the, oh, we got the, right. we got the she proof. Got the we right. got the receipts right here. I'm going to blur that out. <laughs> Are you listening? Bow now, come on the Shad. pod. Shad, Shad Moss. <laughs> You know what though? It was that was my childhood dream was to see him. Like one day I knew I wanted to, to see him. So me, I went all out, I got the VIP tickets. I'm like, I'm gonna go backstage. All right. So we all really want to know. I'm gonna what? ask the question that everybody really wants to know. What? Did you guys No, and I wish we did. And and, and it probably would have came close. You know what? Why I, what did, I, did he send you off or what? What, what happened? No, yeah. I sent him off. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fumble the bag. Nah, I really didn't. Yeah, you fumbled the bag. It was Halloween weekend, though, and who I was with, they didn't want to go to the strip club that he was going to. So what happened was, I, like I said, I got VIP tickets to go in the bag, you know. <laughs> it was him and uh, Omarion. They were, well, yeah, what's it? yeah, it was Omarion, was it? No, not wasn't my nigga, oh. It was, it was Omarion. It was not him. My, I, not my heart used to be an icebox. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was. 
It was. So so he I go back backstage or whatever. I had my nails decked out. I had bow on my my nails. I had my shirt, everything, right? I go over there and he's like, Hey Bow, you like the Latinas like this, huh? This is the one you gotta wife up. Who said and that? Omar said Omar that. Did not say that. I swear to God. Omar and I did shake not it. say and that. And I'm shaking. I'm saying I'm like this. I'm like, who? Me? You talking to me? And I'm shaking, right? And then um He's like, yeah, you know how I like them or whatever. Was this like the Millennium Tour? Yes. Yeah, was the B2K mm-hmm. there? They were not there. No. No. This was the one before that one. This was one. the one before that one. Oh, yeah. when it was just them? It yeah. was it was a bunch of them though. It was like uh Pretty Ricky was there. Uh it was just a bunch of bunch of old 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 singers. It was yeah. it was a good show though. They put on a good show. Um, but yeah, so then he's like telling him that. So me being me, I'm like, hey. I'm a, I'm gonna have my girl take a video of me at the concert and showing off like my nails and my shirt, right? I'm like, cause he's gonna go look at like who's tagging him right now, right? Yeah. So then he goes and he and he puts it on his. Okay. Okay. So now I'm. Like, I saw that in real time. So now I'm like, yeah. he, he accepted we my saw, message. We though. saw that in real time. Okay. Well, I'm glad you guys was watching. But, <laughs> but we, we were tuned in. Okay. <laughs> we, were, we were watching her but, stories. But then I'm just like, like, this is about to be the this is about to be the worst episode of Love and Hip Hop. So so then I'm like, okay, now he accepted my message. So now if I message him, like I know he gonna reply because yeah. like you got to get accepted in order to be in their messages, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, trying to play it all cute, like, oh, thanks for the share, baby. And then I'm like, and then he's like, you want to come to the back? He's like, we're partying and vibing. But honestly, I had went there to go see his show. Like, I yeah. went to go see him. Like you were, you didn't go there with like, oh, I'm about to see and him. And the get yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it wasn't even that. I really wanted to see him. That was my childhood crush, you know, my childhood little dream to see him, right? <laughs> so, so yeah, so basically I was like, all right, let me see if I could really get back there. So I was like, all right, bet. Like, how do I get back? He's like, send me pictures of your ticket. So I sent him pictures and then he's like, I, I was like, at the at the end, it was like the, the concert was already going to be over. So I'm yeah. like, like I said, I wanted to see him. I didn't want to go backstage at that point. So he's like, come to Oceans. Y'all know that's a strip club. So okay. I was like, but it was how I don't know. But yeah, you never you never heard of Oceans? No, they have Me like either. a whole pool of stuff know. in this one. It's in this not in Chicago, but it's like a like suburb of Chicago or something yeah. like that. But so a lot of celebrities usually go will, will go over there. And so um. He had asked me, he told me to go to Oceans, but it was Halloween weekend and I already had plans to like do other stuff with other yeah. people. So the person that I was with, my cousin, she kind of killed this one for me, but <laughs> she was like, I didn't want to go to Oceans. Like we're, we were, we were in costumes and stuff. Mm-hmm. So like she didn't want, she's like, I don't have like strip club clothes to go there. You know, I'm like, yeah. it's Halloween. I'm sure people will be like in strip Like dressed up yeah, or whatever. Yeah. So we did not end up going. I still was messaging him though afterwards. We, I got a picture <laughs> with him and I still was messaging afterwards and I'm looking at the time stuff because I got to blur that. <laughs> I'm probably going to have to blur that. Why? I didn't know this was going to turn into that. <laughs> I, I didn't come here before, uh, ready to fucking have Shad Moss. I'm blessed. Yeah. Uh, we want him on the pod. And his, on, the pod. on his jet. You know what? The next time you come to Chicago, come on the pod with Liz. Yeah. Now, he he actually a really cool dude, though. For real, for real. Nah, he you seems know, like he's a good you, dude. you know how, like, sometimes celebrities yeah. be... I'm clowning. Just because, like, you know, like, the internet and shit like that. But <laughs> yeah. in real life, he's a fucking legend, dude. No, and he, I would love to have him on He for really real. is. He really is. And and I can't I can't ever say nothing bad about him because he was... He was... Um, I know you want to be in your Switch, but you broke the charger. <laughs> But yeah, no. So he was he was a good guy, and he he was definitely nice. He was a gentleman. Um, but I did fumble the bag. I did not go to Oceans, and I did not 
do anything with him. I know. I was I was like messaging y'all and I was like, Liz, you better go. You better go. Everybody <laughs> was. I was with my girl too there and I didn't want to leave her by herself. You know how yeah. sometimes I'd be like, yeah. oh, only you could come. Yeah, they don't, they don't want to be that friend. I was not that friend. Yeah, I stayed with her. I stayed mm-hmm. with her. I didn't go. Yeah. But if we went to Oceans, like he said, like who I was with could go with. Yeah. But backstage, like, you know, it's limited. Not everybody yeah. could be backstage. Mm-hmm. So I also didn't want to leave her. And she was the one pushing me like, nah, bitch, you better go. Like, yeah. you better go. She's like, I'll be okay. <laughs> I'll be, I don't want to be here to, to help you, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, and I've had a couple of encounters with celebrities. We had uh, a couple in Miami too, but that might be have to be for another pod. Cause <laughs> the fuck it is, you better. <laughs> that one, I don't know if you can really keep that one. Miami's a whole different story. What stays, in, what happens in Miami stays in Miami. Ooh, period. That's actually Vegas. Nah, Miami. Miami, too. <laughs> Miami I feel like it's worse. Well, though, you've never been to Miami. What are you talking about? I, I've been to Miami through Liz. <laughs> she definitely has. She knows the little celebrity encounters in Miami. I swear, I I be through everything with Liz. She be telling me, and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it's definitely crazy. I go to Miami now at least once a year mm. to see yeah. a certain person. Not not person. It's just like you People. you. You know, you know what the thing is is like now when I go to Miami and somebody tells me like, oh, I'm a uh, what's your Instagram or I'm gonna give you my Instagram. I'm like, there's always a verified little check next to their Instagram. Mm. You you meet hella people in Miami that are verified. Yeah. So yeah. Actually well, I did Ver- ma- verify me. <laughs> yeah. Actually no, I went I to cl- I went to Club Martin. Eleven and I met some somebody there. He was a football player. I ain't gonna say what football what player. What team? I can't say that either. Nah, say what team. <laughs> no, I can't say, say what team. I can't say that either. Yeah, you can. I can't disclose. Let me guess it. Let me guess it. I'm really nah. I have a fucking sports podcast. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> That's why I'm not disclosing I'm sure, nothing. I'm pretty sure I can figure out who it is. This goes on but, that podcast. Who's but, that dirty deacon? But um, we got kicked out of actually that bar or that club, that that strip club. We got kicked out. We we was getting money thrown at us, and the strippers weren't. Ooh, and we was collecting our money. <laughs> and we got escorted out by like 10 security guards and we ain't allowed back at 11. And the crazy part is, is I showed up at 11 party like at 3 in the morning and I got escorted out like 10 a.m. Damn, no you still open? This still open till that's 10 a.m.? That's like a 24-hour strip Damn. club. Damn. I walked out I and there was, there was people living. jogging for their daily jog in the morning and they're getting their coffee. And I'm like, damn, what day is it today? <laughs> <laughs> you entered a so fucking confused. vortex? <laughs> <laughs> I was so confused. She entered a fucking vortex. She came out like, what the fuck? I'm like, what day is it today? But yeah, now we got escorted out that club. Now you got to tell me who it is off the record, but. I am now invested in your Miami life. In Miami life? Yeah. Once a year, we try to go there at least once a year. It's crazy, though. It's only, I can only go there for like three days. After three days, it's too That's much. It's too much. Yeah. yeah really? It's too much party. I'm telling you, I didn't go to bed that day. It was the full 24 hours. We were up that day. That's crazy. It's not even living. All right. She's going to have to come back on the pod and tell more stories. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, I, I live a crazy life. I, I always talk about like maybe one day I'll do like some type of YouTube channel or podcast. Yeah. Like, interesting life that I live. But it's like, when am I going to find time? Really right. Mm-hmm. So I'll just jump on this one. For yes. The you're going to have to come back. On we already got like a matching matchmakers one. I need you yes. guys to uh, do that one for me. Submit your applications. <laughs> Yeah. We'll try look, to get. We're gonna we're, try to get. Like we're gonna they, push for that double date. Hey, wait. Have y'all seen that the, the TikTok episodes of like people doing that though? Like yeah. they'll, they'll make. Yeah, y'all should yeah, do that. Nice shit. We do should, the we should do that. Yeah, yeah, they'll do it like on Tinder or whatever, yeah. or like they'll make like a like a Google Docs <laughs> of like questionnaires to, yeah. to see if like they're a good match. <laughs> and then um yeah we should do it. And then I'll go on these dates. Right, and we're gonna we're gonna test it first. We're gonna test it first with with our friend. That asked the question. He, he probably don't want to wear a mask. He probably gonna be like, nah, don't don't put me out there. Like he no this. longer wants to ever come back on this podcast. Yeah, you don't fuck that come up for me. You don't fuck up that, re- fuck up that relationship yeah. for me. We would love a double date. Yeah, I mean, I'm telling you, 
we got some good ideas for the next pod, though. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for coming us. on. Thank yes. you guys for having me. It, it, it was a fun time. And thank um, you for hosting us. Anytime. Oh, yes. We love the salon. We were like, yeah, let's do the pot at the salon. Yeah, so I could see a little preview. That was my idea. Yeah. By the I way, like that. that was my idea. It was, it was, it was my yeah. idea. I like that. It was a good mm-hmm. idea. I'm all about the aesthetics. Well, before we end, um, don't forget if you use our code WEON1 at booking, um, you'll get 15% off of all hair color services for the entire month of October. And if you're actually interested, Liz actually has some open spots, um, like open booth spots. You have, she's looking for a hairstylist. Two nail techs and one lash artist. Yeah, correct. And we're booth rent, and I just let the girls run their own little their little thing. I just come and go. That's pretty much what it is. I'm here to stock everything, pretty much. But y'all are your own boss. I'm the mm-hmm. landlord. That's what I always say. I'm not. I'm not here to be a boss. I'm here to be a landlord. So if y'all are interested, hit me up on Instagram. But yeah. Okay. Sounds good. I'll leave all of Liz's plugs on the bottom. Also, don't forget if you use code We On One at checkout for Hygia Cold Press, you'll save on your order. Anything over a hundred dollars? Is that promo still going? Over a hundred dollars? No. All right, I take that back. <laughs> I gotta talk to JJ. JJ, we gotta we gotta figure hey, some shit out. Hey JJ, that's one of my old boys too. Hey, JJ, we See? gotta figure it out. See how all this shit just comes full circle. Yeah, it's crazy, right? Yeah. I've known him from since like the sixth grade. I love that man, bro. Yeah. I love that guy. And I love that we're all coming back to like all together, like, like we all, all supporting each other. Yeah. You know, around mm-hmm. Lake, around hey, Lake Pride, we got over here. Hey, <laughs> hey we gonna figure it out because it. it Motherfuckers gonna be proud to be from here. Nah, for real though. Mm-hmm. You know be what? And that's the thing that here. I love to to see is like see like all the people that we grew up with as kids, you know, and see us all adventuring off doing our own mm-hmm. thing, and it, it does make you proud. All to it takes that. is one person mm-hmm. to do it. It does, and that's that's all it is. Yeah. It just takes one person for them to see like, okay, he did it. I want to do it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what I'm here for. No, nah, and it makes me. It does make me proud to see us a lot. And a lot of us got kids, and we got families, and we still out here doing it. For sure. Yeah. Never. Period. You're never told to chase a dream. Yeah. So. We'll catch you guys on the next one.